With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to the Kit and Krista podcast. Very exciting episode 50 and Sonic Week. Wow. Day four of Sonic Week. Look at this. We're still alive. Uh, we're making it. We're getting through it. We're getting it's through it. It's been fun. It's actually been really fun. And today we are joined by a very special guest, Katie from Sega, who really had like the opposite life as you. It's true. The inverse. The inverse life. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we get to talk to her all about her history with Sonic. She really schooled us on a couple of things, which is great. And we don't know anything, okay? Exactly. I mean, if it's not clear at this point, we, we know less than nothing. <laughs> I Thank like you how... for all the helpful comments yeah. and tips. We are learning. We are learning. And um, awesome to have Katie on to teach us more great things about Sonic. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, before we get too deep into Sonic Week, congratulations to us for making it to 50 episodes. I know. Isn't that wonderful? It's so exciting. It is. I can't believe we're at 50, and it really coin coincided with something pretty interesting and fun yes. with Sonic Week. So, yeah, the stars aligned. That's right. But, um, yes, thank you all for sticking with us for 50 episodes. Yeah, um, yeah. All of these 50 episodes so far have been made possible by our and wonderful... And will continue to be. Exactly. Our wonderful, beautiful Patreon subscribers. If you want 50 more episodes, please join us on patreon.com slash Kit and Krista, we are currently, um, we have a Patreon goal going right now to help us get to Japan this year, which would be a great way to celebrate year two of all of this wonderful Kit and mm -hmm. Krista content that we hope that you are enjoying. Um, but yeah, we got a goal live now, so join us, join us, and help us, help us get there. Yeah, you can sign up for as little as $2 a month. This weekend, we're doing uh, one of our hangouts for some of our members where we're going to be uh, having a good time, maybe playing a game, doing something else we haven't decided yet, but yeah. uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, we're really excited. We love our monthly hangouts with our Patreon community. It's always a good time, and we love getting to know you guys better. So yeah, it's going to be great. Join us. Not too late. Um, all right. we Again, we are now deep into Sonic Week. We've already gone through a couple of days. Yes. We've played nine classic, good, and also not very I don't good. I they're all classics, to be honest. In hindsight... Well, like, one through three is a classic. Think, yeah, yeah. I mean, Sonic 06 is the outlier. Yeah. Um, Adventure is a classic, I would say. Yeah. Maybe um, it's just that one. Maybe it's just... Well, I was going to say we did, like, you know, sort of, like, eight classics, I guess, and then one, like... Known you have bad to do it. You have Sonic to, you game have to do just it. to see. It's I mean it's so like w well documented and discussed. We have to see right, what, exactly. the, what the fuss is about. Exactly. We had to see for ourselves. That was just like you know, let's look at a car wreck yeah. up close kind of situation. Wow. Uh, we um, learned the difference between Doctor Robotnik and Doctor Eggman. There is in, the, no in that there is no difference, there is no at, difference. at all. We've yes, learned we that. Learned that. Uh, what else have we learned? Uh, maybe that's it. Mm. Still got to go fast. We learned so. that the music in Sonic is very, we learned, very, very. We learned good. "Don't Drown," 
I mean, that's oh, just good, good life advice and don't sonic drown. advice. And hedgehogs can't swim. Yeah. Um, well, that was our that was our second video, which is also out, which is us reacting I to was the, gonna the say, music. Yeah, that has the been, excellent music. And that has been the most pleasant surprise, personally, for me. Like, mm. I kind of knew a little bit about the Sonic games. Um, I'm glad I, that I played a lot of these that I never got a chance to try before. But I guess I never really sat down to really listen to the music. Mm. And the music just, like, floored me. I'm yeah. so into Sonic music now. It's so good. All of these tracks are amazing. It's, like, really top-notch. Not even video game music, just music. It's really good. Yeah. Like, I'm, I was, like, so impressed. Yeah, listening um, to it chronologically was very interesting, and yeah. there were some really drastic shifts in the music, um, yeah. especially once they got into the Sonic Adventure, and it seemed like they were making like an album to go along with the game instead of you know music to put in this level or that level. Very, very forward-thinking uh, approach. That was what I was really like impressed by with the the transition to Sonic Adventure is that it really felt like they took a very cinematic approach, which. Like, I would say Mario games don't do, you right, know? And it's right. just a very different approach. And I really, I really respect that. I actually really like the adventure games as well. Yes. Um, and again, I think the music is done so well for those games. And um, yeah, that continues to be like a surprise to me. So mm -hmm. yeah, so that, yeah. that video is out now. Let us know what you guys think. Um, if you have favorite tracks, we'd love to see your comments as well. Uh, we've also streamed Sonic Frontiers. That's the one thing that we have not pre-recorded uh, as of recording now. So hopefully, yeah. I'm sure that was great. I'm sure it was uh, a, <laughs> ge a genius work of streaming by us. <laughs> um, but I'm very curious about that game. People, that game has a, a good reputation. Yeah, um, yeah. It did really people well People did not seem year. disappointed about that game. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're dedicating a good chunk of time to that. Yeah, and we've been like kind of holding off on playing that game, even though we had it last year. Because right. we were anticipating doing it for the first time nice and fresh for Sonic Week. So it was really fun to... Um, yeah, it's going to be really fun to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then the capper for the week, which is out on Friday, mm. is uh, we're watching the first Sonic movie and doing kind of a watch-along commentary. Yeah, yeah. You, you called it a B-Y-O-M, which is fun. Well, we, we don't have the movie. Yeah, we don't okay? have the movie. We had the movie, but we, we cannot include that in a YouTube video. That's correct. That yeah. would get us into some yeah. deep trouble. Katie would not like that. No, no, she no. She would stop being my, my new best friend. Exactly. Hey, what? Yeah. Not best friend. And I'd have to go back to you. Uh, <laughs> My old best friend. <laughs> well, now you don't have any best friends. I don't have anybody. I have Sonic. That's all I have. <laughs> um, you have a, an empty Sonic onesie. I have an empty onesie. Yeah, that's what you have. Now that you've uh, ruined it for yourself by being you. Ow. Um, but anyways, back to the movie. Uh, yeah, we do not have the movie, so you have to have the movie. Yes. But we do do commentary. We do have the um, jokes. We have the jokes and <laughs> we have the reactions and we um, we'll put like timestamps in to like where we start to play play the movie and then like throughout the video so you can yeah, you make sure jump you're around. caught up right. with where we are. Um, but yeah, that's it. So um, we will end just, this Friday. Just a, I, I thought that was a good movie. Yeah. 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 I was um, impressed with that. San movie. Francisco. It's got nothing. I mean. 
I, I don't want to spoil the movie for people who are going to watch along, but San Francisco is not as big of a part as but I maybe thought. San Francisco. Whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you should check that out. James though. Marsden. Yeah. Even if you've seen the movie before, just put put this on in the background. It's and fun. Hang out with us. I, yeah. I, this is my second time seeing it. This could be a fun new thing for us to do. If, if people like this, we can we can do more. We need, obviously, we need to find the right thing to do. We're, we're not going to react to like... You mean know, girls? Avatar or something. Um, I'm not doing a four-hour yeah. reaction. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but like any video game movie, that would be good. Right. Yeah, right. there's Sonic 2, obviously. Yeah. Um, Detective Pikachu. You can watch that Yeah, again. There's, 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 there's some stuff. Some, there's some stuff, yeah. There's some, there's some stuff. stuff. Yeah. And then we got to think about what we're going to be doing with the Mario movie like in a few short months. Yeah, so. yeah. Anyways, movies are good. Right. Um, and that was a fun, like... And it's a great way to wrap Sonic it up. Sonic Week. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is the totality wow. of uh, Sonic Week. We already did start to ask the question of what what is the next fill-in-the-blank week that yeah. we might do at some big milestone, it's some fun milestone. It's kind of fun, actually. I really yeah. liked doing just one week dedicated, like going deep on yeah. a game series, especially one that, you know, I don't know much about. I really learned a lot, and I, I do think I, I I'm coming out on the other side, like, more of a Sonic fan and mm. like definitely more knowledgeable yeah. about like I can probably talk to somebody that likes Sonic games a little bit more now, which is fun, right, which right, is nice. Right. Yeah, I don't want to be completely like ignorant to it. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. a big part of gaming. Yeah. So I've I've joked that this week has had kind of like you know those those videos, it's like teens react or elders react. It's just clueless people react. That's you. You're an elder. I'm an elder and you're the teen. Yes. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> um, but it is. But it's like normally, you know, we we I think we pride ourselves on being knowledgeable and we we do yeah. a lot of you know research and we prepare but in this case it's like this is what it is we don't yeah. know and we like live and breathe we're gonna like, bumble through this yeah exactly um, and uh you're gonna help us out along yeah. the way there it doesn't have to be us bumbling through stuff although it's pretty funny to watch us bumble through yeah. stuff but if we think about something else that we could like learn about or even just go deeper on i think that'll be really fun yeah yeah we need to find the krista equivalent that's what i'm saying yeah. What what is that? You're so you say I'm mysterious, but you're mysterious. Remember when we did the I'm the Ninja mysterious. Turtles pizza video, that great video? Yeah. I said we what what is this thing for you that we can do? And you're like, I don't know. And you changed the subject. Now I'm asking you, what is your equivalent of Sonic? We go, I don't know. You're the mystery. I'm an open book. <sighs> There's nothing. I'm not gonna tell you right now. Oh, is it a secret? Maybe. Are you gonna tell me after we finish? Maybe if you're if you're nice. <gasps> I know. I want to know. It depends on if you. I really want to know. Behave yourself during this podcast. On Sonic Week, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, yes, but it's been great fun, um, and this podcast is going to be very Sonic focused as well. Yes. Which is great. Aside from let's see, aside from the news, I think it's all Sonic. Good. We got Sonic memes that we're going oh, to be reacting to. Oh, games are playing, though. Oh, games are playing. I thought we're, we're talking about some Sonic games there, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, yes, very jam-packed with Sonic stuff. Also, not Sonic-related, but in the world of Sega. Yes. Uh, we played Yakuza Ishin! Oh. Exclamation point. Exclamation is the point. official title. Don't oh, excuse, oh, I wrote call Yakuza. it Yakuza. It's like a dragon Ishin. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, I can't no. believe that you did it to yourself. I can't believe that. How Look, shameful. It's hard, hard habit to break. Go sit in the corner now I with can't. a cap on. I can't. Um, like we, a dragon. Yes, the embargo for that is not up, no. but it will be soon. Yes. And we will have a video yes. uh, with our reactions and mm -hmm. gameplay mm -hmm. uh, for you to check out. Yeah, it is very cool. We had a good time. 
We'll just leave it at that. Yes. 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 Um, and then we have one last little thing before we jump into the episode, which is we are doing a bit of a change. We mentioned this um, at the beginning of the year, but we're doing a bit of a change to this schedule right. of videos. It starts in this week now, immediately, as of right now. Yeah. So Super Kitten Chris 64 will be two times a month. Every other week. Every other week. I don't know. Is it always two times a month? Do you know that for sure? I don't know. You don't every other okay, fine. week. Every <laughs> other week. I'm already confusing myself. You're going to get sued. I had to make myself a very complicated calendar to like it's, understand. I don't know what's schedule. complicated about it. It's a calendar. I don't know. I was like very like. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. What comes next? Ah! <laughs> you don't know. Right. I've got you on your heels now. <laughs> and then um, we will also be streaming every other week. Right. In the in-between weeks we'll that's be streaming. Right. Yes. That's right. So that's the new. You still get the same amount of stuff. Yeah. But it would just be, um, the streaming will be more like regular. 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 Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And of course, we'll still, if there's like stuff that comes up, we'll still do reactions and we'll still do um, mm -hmm. like live reactions and stuff like yeah. that, depending on like what's happening. But you can count on a stream like at least yeah. you know, every other week. And what's changing with this here podcast? Absolutely nothing. Still be Absolutely yeah. nothing. Yeah. The yeah. podcast seems to be good. Y'all like the schedule for the podcast. Um, we like the schedule for the podcast. It seems to be working, so we'll, we won't we won't rock the boat mm -hmm. <laughs> on the podcast. Right. Yes. All right. Uh, before we get into the rest of our spon Sonic Week special, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Woohoo! Thank you. Uh, you need to always be feeling like your your best self to be operating uh, at a high level, but sometimes that's not always possible. Yeah, it's true. Sometimes you feel, you know, like you're lethargic or you're struggling or just generally just not maybe in tip-top shape and this is where a BetterHelp therapist could um, help you and it's really easy to sign up. We've both done it. You fill out a questionnaire and you get matched to a licensed therapist and you can talk to them about all sorts of stuff and um, even like little things or things that you're just dealing with on a day-to-day -day basis to help you become that better person or that your, you know, your best self, um, that's what they're there for. Yeah. It's great and very convenient. It's very convenient. You can do it on video. You can do it like a phone call. You can do it just through text. Mm -hmm. uh, you can mix and match uh, whatever works best for you. So uh, your best self is never too far out of reach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash KittenKristen today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash KittenKrista. And we'll put the link right here and also in the description below. Check right. it out. All right. All right. Um, to get things started, we asked our Patreon subscribers uh, about their favorite Sonic game. What What is it and why? Right. So Got um, a lot of... Very passionate comments. Right, back right. So let's, let's let's check out some of these. Uh, Switching it up underscore said it has to be the original Sonic the Hedgehog on the Sega Master System. I was always a Sega, a Nintendo fan growing up, and never owned a uh, Sega system. However, my cousin who lived in the country had a Sega Master System, and we used to play Sonic on it every time I went up there to visit. We bonded over Sonic, and I remember thinking how cool it was spending time with Sonic with him. I remember thinking how awesome the music and graphics were too. Uh, switching it up underscore is in Australia. So obviously the Sega Genesis was not the Sega Genesis there. Ah, that's See. why it's the Sega yes, Master yes. System. But um, this kind of, you know, through the generations, 
it's like people seem to have like you know if you're if you're a certain age you might like the original games or maybe you like the adventure games or yeah. even something that's newer very similar to a mario fan exactly when you're growing up it's like what is that like core memory game that you first encountered yeah um and i totally have these same similar memories um playing Sonic games with my friends because I'd never owned a Sega. Mm -hmm. So I definitely remember playing it with them. Um, yeah. But just not, maybe not as like a deep experience for me than yeah. a Mario yeah. game. Abe T said, Sonic Adventure DX on the GameCube took up a lot of my time with the Chow Garden. Oh, the Chow Again, Garden. Again with the Chow Garden, yeah. which you're, you're very intrigued by. I'm intrigued by the you Chow Garden. You could rescue the animals through the levels to raise their stats for various events and change their aesthetic. You could also hook up your GBA to play with and raise them in the tiny Chow Garden. Looking back, though, it was a bit of a waste of time. Aww, but in the moment, <laughs> You have these great memories. AT, it's not a waste of time. It was totally awesome, yeah. so it's not a waste of time. Right. Yeah, it seems like a lot of people really love the you Chow Garden. You need to garden. get on this. Like a Tamagotchi See, I, okay. Pokemon kind of situation. Here's another... Really dumb confession on my part. Oh. So you're trying to get in these games the Chaos Emerald. So I got confused about the pronunciation of this. Is it that, are these like Chow or is it like Chaos? Is it based on Chaos? The Chows are the, not really, the, the oh, is it Chaos Garden? Is it the K.O. Garden or is it, I think it's Chow, but it's a little confusing if you don't know. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh. No, so you never thought of this. But wait, but is it still Chaos Emeralds? <laughs> it's not. It's not the Chow's. It's not Chow emeralds. It's not the Chow's right? emeralds. It's not. Or is right? it? I mean, it is now, maybe. It's not. <laughs> oh, you're thoroughly confused. So let's move on. Oh my gosh! I, I never think... thought about that. See? I thought it was called. I thought it was spelled differently. The Chow Garden. I thought oh. it was C H O W, no. like Chow Chow, like the dog. No, 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 no. I'm really confused. Uh, Zroid, <laughs> gotta move on. I assume I'll be the only person, parentheses, in the world oh. to vote for this one, but that's fine with me. My favorite Sonic game is Sonic 3D Blast. I rented it multiple times on the Genesis when I was a kid, and I had a blast. <laughs> the consensus is that it's a bad game, but I really was into that isometric 3D thing at the time, and I liked how unique it felt compared to the other games at the time. I'll be honest, it's not a great game, but whispers, neither are the other Sonic games. Whoa, wow. Zoroid. Zoroid. Was really, Zoroid really earning some, some points with me here. Yeah. Um, I do like, all, all those games on the Genesis, Like they seemed like they were pushing that hardware to do things that maybe it shouldn't, and it's, I, I do like the look of those. Yeah. Um, it, they seem to have pulled it off really well. Uh, I don't know how, but um, it's very cool. Yeah, I never played um, any of those games, actually. So, yeah, I mean. Any of those games being what? The Sonic 3D. Well, there was only one. Oh, I never played this Sonic one 3D. That Zroid's talking about. I never played it. Wow. This is a rough segment for you right here. What do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> I never played it. I didn't have it. Zelgaroth. I really like Sonic Adventure. Sonic Adventure 2 is iconic, but I really like the fact that you get to experience Adventure 1's story from multiple perspectives by playing as different characters. Mm -hmm. That is a cool aspect. That is a cool yeah. aspect, yeah. I like the Sonic Adventure games as well. Yeah. I think they're quite good. Uh, and Ivan Brugier, hope I pronounced that right, has a different opinion. Sonic Mania perfected the 2D Sonic design as more fun to play than the original games, in my opinion. I have a similar animosity to the Sonic franchise's kit, but I can pick up Sonic Media anytime and just casually play. Oh. Um, you had the, a, a different reaction to Sonic Mania. Well, yeah, so this... As Ivan. All, all of these games, minus uh, Sonic 3D Blast, were in our video. Mm -hmm. And Sonic Mania, when that came out, 
a lot of people came to me and said, you should play this because this kind of perfects the 2D sonic formula and it might change your mind. And I played it in that moment. It did not change my mind. A lot of the same frustrations continued, but we went back to it again. Um, and I had somewhat of the same reaction. You did, you had exactly. There was definitely, I mean, the game, it looked really beautiful. They really improved on some of the graphics, obviously. Yeah. They perfected like, you know, they remastered and perfected the older, the classic Sonic games. Yeah, yeah. But I agree with you where it's like, if you didn't like them, from the beginning, I don't think this is a game that would change your yeah. mind because it's I th I exactly it, the same I as think the it, beginning. I think it maybe magnifies your feelings for the original. So like if you liked the originals, you'll really like this because yeah. it's a great version of that. Um, but if you didn't like the originals, I don't know if it would well, make I didn't, you... I didn't, I didn't dislike it more, but it definitely did not... It, it didn't feel significantly different. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah, exactly. To me. And yeah. we played those kind of like back to back too. We played, oh, yeah. we played that the was originals. The, that was the last game we played. And then actually. we played Sonic Mania, so right. we were fresh from playing their originals, and I did not see like a huge difference to it. Right, right. But I, I admit that it it is like really well done. Mm -hmm. and they did perfect it, um, what, the, yeah. what the originals were doing. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I thought it was cool how they were so open in working with the Sonic community to make that game. Um, obviously, that part no, of it was really Nothing awesome. Nintendo would ever do. Yeah. Um, and it turned out great. Um, I, I'm curious to see if they continue that yeah, into the future. Yeah, they seem to be super connected but, to that uh, community. Hey. If you're out of ideas, <laughs> you got to turn outwards, right? <laughs> I kid. Oh, no. No, no, no. Um, great. Well, it's wonderful to hear from our Patreon community. Uh, coming up next, we have our big story time segment with Katie, yes. which uh, we pre-recorded. Yeah. But for those wondering um, how I came to have these feelings for Sonic, um, all will be revealed here. Yes. And uh, some really great... Um, insight into you know what it's like working on sonic and how katie got to be where she is yeah she has so, such an interesting she, story she is really like at the center of you know the, the public sonic. facing as aspect yeah. of this series she's basically what you were to nintendo huh me what yeah. about you well you were the head of social uh-huh she does the social stuff for sonic right so She's like me and me wrapped up into one person at, oh, at Sega, basically. Oh, yeah. for, or for Sonic. Uh, but she is wonderful, and I think you're going to enjoy the segment. Yeah. So let's check it out. to be here with our special guest for Sonic Week, the one and only Katie. Thank you so much for Welcome. hanging out with us, Katie, <laughs> and tolerating Kit. <laughs> I know you don't tolerate me because I'm not the problem child, but you have tolerated Kit for, for a while now. Um, but yeah, it's great to have you on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. Also, I more than tolerate you. You are the one who made Kit come and apologize to me at Summer Game Fest. Oh, that's, that's right. For his dislike like, for Sonic. I need to be like the mediator somehow <laughs> for this, for the, the two of you, for, for Kit and Sonic. <laughs> we made up. I was trying to up. think, I was trying to think of how this even came to be because it feels like it shouldn't. It feels like I should be on some blacklist, like do not engage. But, you know, you and I had some back and forths on Twitter, good natured. Mm -hmm. And then it was at Summer Game Fest where I finally met you and we did um, settle our beefs. Um, and here you are today, which is just wonderful. And here I am today, yeah. And yeah, and you've here. been so kind to, like, 
regardless of Kit's opinions, you've always been so kind and, and you've given us, you know, sonic codes and things like that. So thank you so much for, yeah, for putting up with, putting up with him. And Absolutely. I guess in, in, in turn me. Um, <laughs> I'm not giving yeah, so up. We, he can be a fan. I think we can rehabilitate. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think we can get, we can get to a, a better place than maybe he was when he was like eight. So, <laughs> so I, I do want to share today kind of where I, the starting point for where I ended up the way I did, but I kind of want to start with you, Katie, and kind of the path that you took and what, what is your personal story with Sonic? I mean, honestly, Sonic was there as long as I can remember. Our first console was a Sega Genesis. I was maybe one or two years old when I played it. They had the bundle that came with Sonic the Hedgehog. So that was the first console game I ever played. That is the game that kind of kickstarted my love for video games. And I just grew up with the brand. As I got older, I played the Sonic Adventure titles, and I have really good memories playing those with my older brother. I kind of fell off a little bit once I reached high school, college age, just kind of in video games in general. I fully immersed myself in my studies and then came back to it afterwards when Sonic Mania came out and eventually somehow ended up here, which is another crazy story of its own. Did you have other like non-Sega systems around you growing up as well? Because that's that's sort of where I ran into a bit of trouble is like falling into some early console war stuff. So I'm wondering if that was even a factor to you. I did, yes. Actually, I had every Nintendo console starting at the Nintendo 64 and on, and PlayStation 1 through 4. So I I had almost all of them. We didn't have Xbox consoles growing up, but everything else, I played everything. I enjoyed everything. So when you were playing, like, for example, Mario, did you play Mario 64 on your <laughs> Nintendo 64? So when you were playing Mario 64 and you were thinking about, like, a Sonic game or, or playing a Sonic game. Did those two games feel like, like they shared enough of your like heart space sort of like you like, like them both equally or uh, yeah. I'm, I'm so curious about like where your, you know, where child use head was when you were playing these like two different games um, on these two different systems. That's a really good question. Honestly, I feel like I loved them the same. Like, I loved them for their differences. I loved how Sonic had, like, that great music and was so colorful. And there were so many different styles going on around that time. And I'm a huge platform nerd, so I loved all the Mario games. They really played to that for me. But I don't know. I don't remember kind of having any rivalry in my mind between them. I just thought they were both fun games. I was a very easy-to-please child in terms of video games. I think you're much more healthy than both of us <laughs> mentally. <laughs> we might have had some like other traumas or something because yeah, I think definitely the console war stuff like got, got into my head a little bit as well. I actually never owned any Sega systems mm-hmm. when I was growing up. I was purely like my parents would buy all my video game consoles for me and I they would always just they always picked a Nintendo system. So um, if I wanted to play any Sonic games, I was playing, you know, over at a friend's house, but I was never like living with um, like the Genesis or something like that. And I think it's so interesting that like that was your first video game experience because my first was Super Mario Brothers. So I wonder if that like had some sort of like path divergence um, at, at like a young age, your first 
memory is probably like a very strong core memory. It may have. And we did have cousins who had an NES and a Super Nintendo. So we could go over there and I was still exposed to Super Mario World, which is still one of my favorite games, Donkey Kong Country. One of my favorites was Mario Paint. That was the one that made me be like, could we get a Super Nintendo? We never (laughs) did, but I loved those as well. For for most of my life, I, I thought that Sonic was really the thing that I had the strongest objection to. But as I've been preparing for Sonic Weekend, going back and dredging up the past, I think my my actual issue was with the Genesis marketing of that era, which was very like you're with us or you're against us and was very adversarial against Nintendo. And at that point... You know, I'd had nothing but Nintendo systems and, you know, that had absolutely captured my heart. So I really took it personally when I saw these commercials saying Genesis does what Nintendo don't or doing these like side by side comparisons, like showing people like turning up their nose at a Nintendo system. Be like, wow, Sonic's fast. That's what I want. That would really like drive me crazy. And I'll admit, like my blood pressure went up as I was rewatching those commercials and I think Sonic became like the symbol of that to me, where as I was, you know, we went back and we played all these classic games this week. Like I, I didn't feel like the deep disdain for it that I thought I would. I think it's really just what what Sega was doing in that era. I felt very personally attacked. And I, I think that's kind of getting at the root of how this all happened. <laughs> so we definitely went after the fanboys was your main problem. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was, I, I don't know, like, I, I found, like, one where, like, this kid was getting bullied, and then he got a Genesis, and then the bully, and then he, like, became a bully himself. It was like, I don't know, there was something about the marketing of that era that really didn't sit well with me, and maybe that spoke to my social position uh, at that time, but... Um, <laughs> It was like, oh, blast processing. And, and again, Sega was, or Sonic was always front and center. And there he was tapping his foot. Um, and obviously it meant nothing. Like these, these console wars are just made up things that we, we have in our heads. And, and, you know, that was even before the internet existed. So I actually didn't have anybody to have this argument with. It was just entirely in my head. Um, <laughs> like I had, I had friends who had genocide. I had friends who had Nintendo. I had friends who had both. Um, but over time, this just became like more and more set in stone of like, I just don't like Sonic at all. I feel like you've been holding this in for 30 years and this is your therapy session for it. Well, Krista knows all about it, but it feels good to share with other people. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I do know all about it. And I, I have heard this from, from you a lot, but I do feel like now that we've, you know, really sat down and played some of these games and experienced some of the the music is really amazing in these games. Like seriously, I was shocked at how how much I've missed not playing Sonic games because the music is so good. So there are these like, I think, evening out of these sort of really ingrained emotions that I've seen kind of shift a little bit um, with Kit, which is kind of interesting. But the one thing I was wondering about, and I wondered, Katie, if you had a sense of this as well, since you're such you're so much closer and you you are um, you know a huge Sonic fan is. This, this idea of like Sega being sort of like what, you know, I guess like tougher or cooler or whatever um, with all the marketing that they were doing. Um, 
did you guys feel like it translated to the character where it's like, oh, now like because Sega is like cooler than Nintendo, does it mean like Sonic is cooler than Mario? Is that like a part of it too that made you like just killed you on the inside because you loved Mario so much? And maybe that's like part of Sonic's like attitude. Like I, cause I did notice that playing the games, like he's like, he's not like Mario, right? Right. Like he like does tap his foot. He's like wagging his finger at you. He has like more of that, like, like kind of like a bad boy. I don't know. De- demeanor. Um, yeah. Whereas Mario is just like, so like pure and wholesome. Like did that ch- kind of, how did you feel about that Katie? And then like, for Kit, I guess, did it did that, like, make you even more upset with Sonic? <laughs> yeah, I almost feel like it was the other way around, where Sonic's attitude is actually what kind of dictated the marketing. They're like, oh, here's this edgy character. He's very different from Mario, like you mentioned. Mario is kind of, like, the wholesome, brand-safe character. Whereas Sonic is just like, oh, yeah, let's go kick some butt. Let's go fight these guys. Let's Let's go fast. Let's just do it. So they're like, how do we translate to what we're doing in other parts of our business? How do we do this in our marketing? How do we make it just kind of feel more cool and edgy, whereas a lot of other brands are playing it a little bit more safe? So it definitely worked for some people, clearly struck a chord with others. But I think that was probably the thinking of just how do we make Sega as cool as Sonic is? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was clearly effective because it, it gave people, you know, on both sides, a strong reaction. I, Kristen knows this and people who worked with me know I had printed out in my office a printout of <laughs> Genesis does what Nintendo don't as motivation to. I, was again, it on a dartboard? Like, no, but it, 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 it did a, have a thumbtack. A, 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 a thumbtack, yeah. <laughs> right. And again, it's like, I don't know who this was directed at. It's like. I, I play all sorts of Sega games now. Like I don't have animosity towards Sega, but it was just it was just something that stuck with me um, over the years. But you know, again, we, so we went back and we played these nine games. I will say, like, there are some things about the the Sonic gameplay that don't completely click with me, and I'd, I'd like to to put those to you to see if you have any counter to because may, again, maybe I'm just not in the right mind space as I as I think about these games being a long time you know, Mario fan. So if you don't mind, I can go through these three things and we'll see what you think. All right, let's go. Uh, the first. Uh, <laughs> 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 Let me open up this this thousand page book Your here. encyclopedia. Um, I've always thought that the emphasis on speed makes it kind of like a style over substance kind of thing where the game is pushing you to go fast and there's a lot that you are missing behind. And a lot of times you're like holding, holding down the right, you know, stick or, or the right side of the D-pad and you're not doing that much else. You're still What's doing you, Katie. <laughs> you're still doing platforming and stuff. I think that's why they add like the different routes you can take if you play the earlier titles. Like you can go up, you can do the middle route, you can do the bottom route. So you can go fast through all of them. You can kind of optimize which way is best to go. It kind of adds that extra challenge and replayability. So even though you're going fast and you're going through these levels as quickly as possible, it still gives you a lot to do. Yeah, that I was gonna say, have you seen players that have done like really like perfect run throughs? Because when I was playing, I'm so clunky, right? I'm not I'm not a very strong platformer to begin with. And the speed element of it, it's it's pretty challenging. Like, and then if you lose your momentum, you sort of lose like you kind of lose your way a little bit through the level. But I I was really curious, like, 
are there people that can just like flawlessly, I'm sure there are like flawlessly, like go through a level, get every ring, like get, you know, defeat every enemy and go at that speed. Have you seen that before? I don't know if I've seen every single ring and enemy, but I have seen people just flawlessly go through levels. I've seen both glitchless where they're not like breaking the game at all. I've seen glitched where they are and it's just crazy. There are all kinds of speed runs, which are another fun thing to watch from the series. Yeah, the size of the levels, like you mentioned, is is very different to me where, you know, like a lot of those classic Mario levels are very like short and sweet and to the point. But there are a lot of paths through these these Sonic levels. And I and I think that, again, made me gave me sort of a sense of like, oh, am I going the right way or did I get off track or am I going to get lost? But it sounds like the, the the mindset is like these are meant to be replayed and fully explored. Yeah, you're meant to kind of struggle through a little bit on your first time to kind of find your way. And then after that, you can just keep going back and getting better and better. And then you get that sense of accomplishment once you do finally figure it out and you get that route down and you're just going so fast. It feels good once you get it. Yeah. I can see that. I can actually really, like, I think if you go through multiple times, like, you can definitely get that sense. And the scoring, too, they give you a score at the end that, you know, you're, like, wanting to beat it. So, yeah, that that part of it totally makes sense. Especially later on when they actually start grading you. Instead of just, like, here's a number score. It's like, you got an A rank, now you got an E rank. Like, oh. Oh. Oh no. <laughs> that could be emotionally devastating in, in another way, but okay. Um, the, the last little critique I'll, I'll say is like, there are some points where you do need to slow down and do some, some fine platforming. Like I'll say in like the, the chemical plant zone, like where there's those like rotating things that you need to jump on. Like it feels like the game is so geared towards speed that it can be hard to do those more fine motions. And that's where it also introduces the drowning, which I don't, I don't care to talk about. Drowning is so sad. Uh, drowning is unpleasant, but I, I, I'm not, again, do, do, do you just kind of get over that and, and get a feel for the character where you can really zip through those? Eventually. Yeah. I will say as soon as you said chemical plant zone, I pictured that underwater part and my heart started beating a little bit faster. And I was like, <laughs> like I start hearing the countdown in my head. I was like, the yeah, countdown, yeah, okay. keep, yeah. keep listening. The animation is also really sad too. It's like worse than the Just Pikmin the drowning. Splayed out, yeah. He's all splayed out. Mm-hmm. Why can't Sonic swim? That's a good, that's an interesting choice that, you know, because a lot of these characters like Mario, Donkey Kong, like, there's tons of these underwater levels. It's so interesting that that was something that they never, they just didn't want to do that. He's got to have a weakness. And okay. Not well, you did a great job of, of deflecting um, these critiques and it sounds like the problem <laughs> is me. I'm, I'm curious, like what would, what are your top three Sonic games? Ooh, I am. It's so hard for me to pick favorites of anything. I do have, really close ties to the original game, Sonic, since that was the first console game I ever played. And I attribute a lot of my love for games in general to that. Sonic Adventure 2 is kind of a cop-out, but I loved it. I had a lot of great memories with my brother. I played in the Chow Garden for, I don't even want to know how many hours, how much (laughs) of my life was spent in there. And then let's see. Those Sonic Adventure games really surprised me when I was mm-hmm. playing them, I, I thought they were really good. Like I legit want to continue with Sonic, the the first one. Cause I was like, what's going to happen in the story? Like it's, it's cheesy, but in like the like cheesy movie 
cheesy, fun, like summer movie flick kind of way. Exactly. Um, and what I love about yeah. them is that they had all those different playable characters and all these different stories, and you got so invested in the characters, which is something that I wasn't getting from a lot of different games around that time, was just all of the platforming and speed and stuff that I love, but also a really fun story to kind of tie you into everything. So I don't know. Those games are really great for me. I'm trying to pick a third one. There's a lot that are in my top. I really enjoyed Sonic Unleashed and Generations, obviously Sonic Mania. The advanced titles, I would say, are up there, the Game Boy ones, because those are very similar to the Adventure series, but handheld. They had a tiny chow garden, so I think that's why I'm like... <laughs> this chow garden, which I have no idea what you're talking about, sounds very special <laughs> to you. We, kept, we, we found some chows. We saved them. Did you? We you saved, saved them, them, but we did not... We, I did we not saved them and we left them behind in the garden. <gasps> <laughs> they are the well, adorable... <laughs> How much time do we have here? How much? <laughs> as much as you need. Well, Krista <laughs> is obsessed garden. with Tamagotchi. I am. So this might be up her alley. I think you yeah. would enjoy the Chow Garden then. It is. So do you like grow them? Is that the, or like take care of them? Is that the idea? Essentially, yeah. Oh, okay. They'll, they'll hatch from eggs. They're these cute little babies. You give them kind of the animals and chaos drives that you find in the main game. You can oh. like race them and just raise them to be adorable little creatures. Oh, I love this. Yeah, see, this, that would be right up my alley. Mm-hmm. I, I could envision myself spending a lot of time in the child garden as well then. Yeah. It really makes <laughs> Going you want back to play the, the game more. Sorry, with the Sonic ahead. Adventure <laughs> games, I'm curious for somebody who was there like in the moment, like what what were you thinking like as the series went from 2D to 3D? Because that was such like a make or break moment for so many series of like, oh, can they pull this off? And obviously, you know, Sonic had so many games in 3D and 2D after that. But like, what was the feeling in the moment as that was happening? I was still about like 10 years old or so. So still very much a kid, very much an awe and wonder of everything happening in the video game world. So I was like, this is insane. This is amazing. Sonic is like revolutionized now. This is really cool. I never got the sense of like, oh, this is going to be terrible or super wonderful. It was just like, this is another cool thing. Child yeah. me is happy. Yeah, maybe those games like did feel like they. Too. Yeah, yeah, it did feel like they translated what what made the two D games appealing into three D while adding a lot more. So I, I those were the games that I was most intrigued to play, mm-hmm. and I and I did come away wanting to play more of those. Yeah, this is the music is very good. So good, like I. It was such a departure from, like, the original music for, like, Sonic 1, 2, 3 w- was also really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so different, the music for Sonic Adventure. I was, like, shocked, like, with all the, like, the lyrics. And, like, it just sounded like a sound like a soundtrack, like a, mo- like a movie soundtrack or just a regular album versus a video game music. So I was really surprised by that. Yeah, that was something cool about those games is just how much more cinematic they got. Like, they did add the story. They did add all that music that does sound like a soundtrack. So it felt more of like you're going through this almost movie experience, but you're the hero of it. So we've heard your top three Sonic games. Is there one that you would say is like underrated, at least to you? I do think the storybook titles are pretty underrated. So Sonic and the Secret Oh, Brain, I don't even Sonic know what that the is. Black Knight. <gasps> oh, yeah, Sonic, okay. They, they were on the Wii. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
So what, what were they like? They kind of put you in these stories. So like Sonic and the Black Knight, you're kind of put in Camelot and all of the characters are kind of role playing almost. Oh, interesting. Oh, that's very interesting. I've never yeah. even, I don't think I've even seen, I, I'm going to look up a trailer after this because that sounds pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like if a lot of people like... kind of missed them. Yeah, for sure. Because I, I don't even remember hearing about it. So it must have been one of those things that got lost. And I had a Wii, but I didn't, I never seen this or heard of this. And if like, I don't know if like an alien landed on earth and was like, I want to get into Sonic, but I don't know where to begin. Like what, what is the perfect starting place? Is it just, just the latest game? Is it a 2d game? Is it a 3d game? That's such a hard question. What does this alien like? Do they have games where they come from? Like (laughs) it really is kind of a style choice. Yeah, let's say they're like they they've never played a video game before ever. What Ooh. Sonic game would you put in front of this alien? We do have some really great modern ones. If you want to go with that 2D style, Sonic Mania is a perfect blend of the old titles with kind of a newer generation. And then most recently Sonic Frontiers is a great one to jump into for the 3D games because it kind of harkens back to the Sonic Adventure era. But it also opens up to kind of the current and the future of gaming where it's a lot more open and just is kind of leading us towards the future. So speaking, yeah, speaking of like just the legacy of the series, you know, it, it's it's remained iconic now for I don't know, it's like 20, 25 years. I don't know exactly how long. Like, what do you, what do you attribute that to? Because it's it's obviously had some some ups and downs, some changes in direction, but it seems like it's stronger than ever. And especially last year, it felt like we never went like a week or two where there was not some big Sonic news happening and there was the latest movie and all this other merchandise. It kind of feels like it's it's really getting stronger. And I'm just curious, like, again, as a Sonic fan, like what what makes it so enduring? That's a good question. And it is getting stronger. And you're right. It did feel like last year we did have something every single week, which was really exciting getting to be part of that all. And I think it is just like Sonic's character and his attitude and the cast of characters and just how much people love all of these characters and seeing them succeed. Sonic was kind of an underdog for a little bit where he was really great and really strong in the 90s. It kind of waned a little bit and then he had a strong coming back several years ago. So I think everyone is just kind of cheery and like normally when a character loses popularity a little bit, it's very easy for them to just completely fall off. And you see brands just completely go away. But Sonic was able to kind of pull himself out of that. And we do have such a strong fan base that just rallies around him. And with so many successes that have been happening, it's just really cool to see the trajectory kind of go way back up again. So you have a really central role at Sega as far as like interfacing with the community. Can you tell us a little bit about like everything that you do as as part of your job? (sighs) There's a lot there. So <laughs> I manage all the social media channels for Sonic on the global side of things. I manage influencer relations, community management. I co-host our live streams. So I have a lot of face-to-face with the fans. I will go to conventions. I kind of am helping out our lore team now as we're trying to kind of unify Sonic's universe a little bit. Kind of Anything front-facing that's not specifically PR is under my umbrella, and just whatever is needed internally, I'm happy to help on. You mentioned the the lore stuff, and I and I saw 
you were there's like a, you know a new team that's being spun up, and I think that's a great approach for so many um, series and, and game companies to have. Though many don't, like what 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 is the goal with, with a team like that? The goal is just moving forward to have everything unified, so someone can jump in at any point in the series moving forward and. They can consume any part of our media and it all just feels connected and makes sense. And they don't necessarily need to consume every piece of media to understand everything. It'll just kind of enhance everything for them. But everything should make sense, kind of independent of each other. That sounds like a really hard job to do with just all of the different, like, even just just thinking about the games and, and there's so much more to Sonic than the games now. How do you even like get started with that? Is it like sort of organizing um, the universe uh, and the storylines or, or the characters? How, how does that kind of work? Yeah, it's a really fun challenge. We kind of just threw everything on the table and said, okay, here's our history. Here's all the games, the comics, the shows, the movies. Here's everything we've done what makes sense moving forward to kind of connect? Is there anything, like there are some games that didn't really have a story. Should we consider those canon or not? Should we consider like these characters canon or not? And just kind of picking and choosing and cutting down so everything does mesh together. And if it doesn't, how can we make it kind of mesh if there is a way? So it's, it's a lot of playing around with everything the team is still working really hard. It's going to be really exciting to see things moving forward. I imagine you in a room with like that big bulletin board and the, the yarn, <laughs> Red that, like the crime yeah. board, you know, <laughs> that connects like all the stuff and you're like working in the dark. Yeah, that's what I picture the lore team is doing. That is actually exactly what it's like. We only get one light bulb too. So okay, add that's some good. drama. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think we really applaud that as, you know, working at Nintendo, that was, I think, one of the shortcomings that we noticed where there were always different teams often working on the same property, but there wasn't necessarily a, a person or a team trying to unify everything. Um, so even like asking questions from team to team, the level of, of information and knowledge, there was no foundation for that. Um, so I, I'll admit that I'm, I'm surprised that, that Sonic is, you know, one of the first to really put that at the forefront, but I think that's super, super valuable. So I, I tip my hat for that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I'm very excited though. We were able to move forward with that. Yeah. It, it, uh, could, it could be a good example for other, other brands to, yeah. to follow that model because yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy to think about like not a lot of video game brands do that. I think you know, entertainment brands do this, like Marvel Universe has a, probably a team that does this, but interesting that on the video game side, it's um, not as not as common to see that. One of the most common questions we get um, from our viewers and listeners is like, you know, they want to know people's stories of how they got into the video game industry. Would, would you mind sharing your story with us? <laughs> feel like mine is very interesting. So I actually went to college for computer science and I got a job in tech immediately after college. I was in software and web development for five or so years. And on the side, I of course still love video games. I had a huge backlog of games. So I kind of dabbled in Twitch streaming a little bit. I stream a few times a week. It was a way to play my games, to kind of hang out with the community. And then through that, I started going to gaming conventions like PAX and 
it was kind of through all of that that I met the old social media manager here, Aaron Weber, and I met him at PAX West one year. We kind of connected, became acquaintances. Eventually, a few years down the line of kind of like meeting each other at these conventions, he mentioned that he was hiring for his team. And I very jokingly told him I was going to apply so that he would have to work with me. He laughed, didn't say anything. And I was like, cool, I just freaked this person out and left. (laughs) And then a few weeks later, he messages me and he's like, you know, actually, you should apply for this position. I think you'd be a good fit. And I was like, okay, this is a joke, but sure, he's my friend. I'll do that. They're not going to actually interview me. And now I've been here for four years. So (laughs) kind kind of an interesting workaround where my Twitch streaming, I think, helped a lot and being able to kind of cultivate a community, knowing a lot about the game industry, just being a fan of games for my entire life. It all just kind of came together somehow. So... Not your standard way of getting into the industry, but it's been fun. That's amazing. That's such an incredible story. I think um, it goes to show that the industry, I I feel this too, um, and we get a lot of questions about this. Like, do I need certain degrees or do I need to take, you know, certain courses to get into the video game industry? But I I think the video game industry is actually one of the more like, open industries where like if you have passion and you have um you know the willingness to learn like it's it's very much like opportunistic and and that's kind of what what you know happened with our careers too it's like you were kind of um put into these these different positions maybe you didn't have the right the exact degree or the background for it but I think you know we were all obviously all three of us are really passionate about games and we love everything video game. Um, so it, it, def- it definitely, you know, helps when you're, when you're that person in the industry. So it's yeah. cool. Yeah. You can definitely get the soft skills needed, not through a degree. Yeah. And that definitely helps. Yeah. We always tell people to just go for it because mm-hmm. a lot of times it's like, well, I don't know if I'm the right fit or, you know, I have this, this self doubt, but I feel like there's just so many stories of, of success stories of people, who have gone for it and, you know, shown all of their great qualities and, and had that really work out. So yeah, that that's, I, I love hearing these stories. It's a fun one to tell because as soon as I start and say like, oh yeah, I'm a computer science major. They're like, what? How are you in social media? That makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever be interested in going into like game development with your computer science background at all? Or do you like the social media side now more? That's a really good question. I don't know if I would want to do like the actual game development as in being one of the programmers. I think like game production could be a next step for me. Yeah. It's kind of just figuring out as I go. Yeah, that would be really cool because I think um, a lot of people, you know, would ask us to like, oh, if you could develop a game or like if you could be a game developer, what would you do? And we will always like kind of shrug because we have no idea, like we have no background in this at all. And it is like such a different skill set. That's the one you do. I think you do need actual a degree in that area to be a game developer, but um, you have kind of both sides of the experience now. So that could be really interesting. Mm -hmm. And I do actually think that it helps in this industry having that experience because it also helps me talk with developers here and it kind of helped me liaise between the community and the developers understand like what is possible with game development but also kind of showing them what the community wants and kind of knowing what the boundaries would be yeah that's really cool 
That's a good opening line. I can see why they hired you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so you kind of went through all the different things that you're responsible for, which are pretty similar to the things that we were were doing when we were at Nintendo. What's what's something that people might not know or they might not realize about one of the things that you do as part of your your, your job? Ooh, in what way? Just like, oh, I'm just surprised like, the social like, oh, media like, manager. Like, oh, well, it takes us, you know, X weeks to make this this Sonic meme or something something like that. Some some little, you know, behind the scenes secret that people might not realize. I mean, some memes do take a while. Some I think of and I have something comped up in 10 minutes and I just go with it. And I'm just like, I hope legal doesn't get mad. <laughs> it's always legal. <laughs> What's the deal with legal? <laughs> How dare they protect to the brand? Us. Yeah, they need to protect. Right. <laughs> uh, a lot of things do take a lot longer than people realize. Like, we'll, on our live streams, ask fans what they want to see, and we'll take their feedback and we'll bring it back to the teams. But it may be one, two, three years before any of that can actually be implemented mm. realistically. So it's not that we're not listening to people. It's just that a lot of things do take time. Yeah, I think that is a also another difference between um, maybe what you're doing at Sega and what we were doing at Nintendo is like, it does feel more like of a community two-way dialogue that you guys have, um, which is something that we wanted to do at Nintendo, but it was very hard for us to do that. Um, you know, Nintendo has always been such like a, sort of a, you know, don't, can't see behind the curtain kind of brand. But I think you guys have probably a bit more freedom to like talk to your community. And then like, there is sort of like an understanding that if you bring this feedback back to your development teams, they will like really seriously consider it. So yeah, that's something that um, I'm a little jealous of because we never got a chance to do that at Nintendo. So yeah, I do feel very grateful that we are kind of able to have that open dialogue and I do understand wanting to keep things tight-lipped and it makes things more exciting when things are announced. But there, there are benefits and negatives to both. Well, I, I think um, we've really learned a lot here today. And um, I'm continuing on my journey as a person and as a, uh, <laughs> a Sonic. I don't, I don't know what to call myself now. A Sonic acknowledger? Something... something <laughs> Again, it's something I'm moving off. through a process here. You're not yeah. an ally yet, you don't think? Um, yes, there we go. An ally? That's I what I that's what I will be. I'm a ally. Sonic ally. That's yes. a good word. I like that. Right? That sounds positive. It is. Was that positive. a game Sonic <laughs> Allies? That sounds like a game. Um <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing that down. <laughs> Um, we're, we are having such a great time on Sonic week and thank you for being a part of it. If people want to find, uh, what you are up to online, where can they find you? You can find me either on all of Sonic's channels. So twitter.com slash Sonic underscore hedgehog. You can find us on twitch.tv slash Sonic, youtube.com slash Sonic, or you can find me on my personal channels, twitter.com slash Katie, K-A-T-I-E, C-H-R-Z, Katie Kriz. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you for being with us here today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was fun. And I'm excited to hear your Sonic story and your favorite Sonic titles that you've been playing this week. Yes, Sonic Week is going great. And uh, yeah, thank you for being a part of it. Thank you. Genesis.
16-bit arcade graphics. We can't do this on Nintendo Genesis, Doug. 16-bit arcade action. We can't do this on Nintendo And we're back. Uh, Katie's so wonderful. She's like the sweetest person yeah. ever. And yeah, it was so cool to hear, you know, how she became the the mega Sonic fan that she was. Right. And hearing it is just so like, it feels just like one of those like flip a coin, like um, what is that Batman villain? Two-Face. Like, Two-Face. Yeah. It feels like that. Where like, <laughs> where you like, you just, your life. Everyone's life yeah. is like that or the other is, you know, Mario or Sonic. It's, yeah, yeah. it's so interesting. But um, yeah, and we, I think we came to the conclusion from that conversation that it was the marketing. Yeah. It was the marketing that I got us. Yeah, I, I really did have an epiphany. And I, and I wonder if people are feeling like that's all it was. But it absolutely, I, I was able to finally separate how I feel about Sonic versus what was happening to me at that part of my life where I felt personally under attack. Right. Um, th this important part of my life felt under attack by this outside force. Right. And Sonic became- The face of the that. The symbol yeah. of that. So I projected all of my uh, uh, retributional dislike Towards Sonic, when in fact I think that was maybe a little bit misguided. So thirty yeah. years, thirty years later, we got to the bottom of something. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And this is how this is the dangers of marketing <laughs> for a this young. Is all, this is also a young child. This is also child. the dangers of the console wars, which are really stupid. They are really um, stupid. Easy, easy Stop to fall it. into when you're younger and yeah. and you know you, you don't have as many choices. And you know, people are out there saying ridiculous things. It's mm -hmm. easy to fall into that. But um, look, there we have if it. I can, if I can grow, get over if it. I can grow and change and get over it, anybody you can too. Right. This is what we're talking about with our other console war discussion as well. Like it's probably all really young kids, right? Because these are the people most affected deeply by yeah. this kind of like conversation, right? Which is actually kind of unfortunate because it's just like. We shouldn't do this. Like, it, you know. It yeah, well, so it's like, you know why I don't care? Because I can afford and buy all three consoles. Big, yeah, big deal. Exactly. So it's like, but a nine year old is yeah. not going to be able to do that. Yeah, you're probably locked into one. Yeah, for um, like a long time. Right. Yeah, right. for like years and years and years. Yeah, yeah. Unless you were like that, that rich kid that we all knew growing up who had like a Neo Geo and like, oh, yeah, it's like, what's and with this guy? And that tiny Mercedes that you can drive around. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what's going on? What's the deal with this guy? Well, daddy's got money. Yeah, okay? da daddy travels daddy. a lot. Yeah. Daddy, though. <laughs> Daddy Steve Jobs. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, but yes, thank you so much, Katie, for coming on to the podcast. Yeah. Um, you're wonderful. There is really, like, she she is really a good person for, for putting up with this. Like, there's definitely, like, I'm probably her, whoever her predecessor was in that job was probably, like, put this guy on the blacklist. Let's just... Let's just do whatever we can to antagonize him. Let, <laughs> let's make his life a nightmare. Uh, but no, she welcomed us into the fold. So thank you yes, for that. Yes, she really has, really has. Um, for our Never a Minute segment, we're doing something zany. Oh boy. Uh, I'm looking at a picture and we, I'm already very confused. confused. Um, so we uh, would like to react to Sonic memes and we're going to do it. Um, memes are obviously a huge part of the Sonic experience. Um, 
a lot of the I, I'd never seen pretty much all of these before, um, but we're gonna react to them. We got oh, yeah. we got like maybe ten or so of them. We're gonna go through these. We're gonna go through <clears> these. <throat> Obviously, if you're watching, we'll put the memes up um, in the video. But if you are listening on we'll audio, describe we'll it. describe the meme to you. Yeah. So number um, one. This, actually, so this first one I got myself. The rest of them we we pulled from folks on Patreon. What the heck is this? Now, something that I was told. Early in my career, as I started to work with different people, and, and some of which were Sonic fans, they said, you know, you can put any name, blank the hedgehog, into Google, and there will be some sort of original artwork for that. Really? So whatever, whatever your name is, that name, the hedgehog, put that into Google, there'll be something. And and I and, oh. and after I heard that, I kind of fiddled around and put in some different names. And it's true. There always was. So we've done that for us. I put oh. in Kit the Hedgehog and Krista the Hedgehog. Ew! Um, <laughs> that's all you have to work with, audio listeners. Ew. Uh, let's start with me. So I put in Kit the Hedgehog. I have this kind of like... It's like an Egyptian? It's like an Egyptian mummy. Yeah. Um, you're, I, you're, the background is like hieroglyphics. You're in this yeah. mummy wrapped outfit. I, I did cross. So th this is actually only half the image. The other half is some is it's some strange sayings that I just I was like I don't know if this is like weird or offensive. I don't know what this means. So I cropped it out. Cropped it. Okay. Yeah, because I was good. a little nervous like about a it. Cancel. Just in I was case, I was just a little nervous by some like racial hieroglyphics. Because I I don't know what this means. Anyhow, um, yeah. There there's me. Kit the Hedgehog. Um, kind of a like a teal, teal teal color. Yeah. Very very big. Yes. Um, Confident. Yeah. Fearsome. What is this um, thing called? His like quills quills yeah yes. the quills are, are massive here. so that's me uh you though oh, krista boy. the hedgehog wow um that is concerning so for me. this is very concerning you have a mini skirt mm -hmm. and some uh socks toe socks toe socks what do you call these i think so because you got three toes somehow and some sort of a crop top yeah, it's quite a it looks like you got a toothpick in your mouth i'm a, also yeah feels a little like <laughs> Feels a little, a little bit like tough, like tough girl. I think, I think Krista the Hedgehog might be a little down on her luck. Um, oh my! I don't know. This is, this is a little disturbing. And for sure. there were actually some others for Krista the Hedgehog, believe it or not, that kind of were. I mean, obviously not in the same style, not from uh -huh. the same person, but in this genre, I would say. Really. Of somewhat suggestive. Did you spell her name? Is it spelled? Of course correctly? it is. Okay. Of course it is. Okay. I know how to spell your name. I'm just making sure. It is Kit and Krista. Jeez. <clears throat> that would happen sometimes at work where somebody would send an email to somebody they've worked with for like a decade and misspell their name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That happens to me <laughs> like, all the time. People misspell my name all That's the like time. the ultimate disrespect. You know, it's in the email signature. And you know who this person is. And it's also in the and email And again, address. you've worked with them for a decade. Yeah. Get that right. That's pretty that weird. That should be like immediate, like you're fired if you, oh. if you do that. Yeah. That's pretty bad. I don't care. Take one second, no. right, yes. to learn someone's name. Anyways. Right. Anyhow, Krista the Hedgehog, uh, there's a lot to... Uh, also also kind of the same color, though. Kind of tealy. The teal. Yeah. It could be... I mean, I wish I was Egyptian, like an Egyptian mummy, yeah. and not this, like... This one had no background at all. No. It was just like a... <laughs> it was just nothing. Just floating yeah. in space. Oh, man. This is... I, I can't look at this anymore. It's weird, man. <laughs> Uh, you can't, Some but somebody stuff. else will. Um, all right. Our next, this is pulled from a video. <laughs> um, so this is Sonic talking to, this is this is Amy Rose, I believe is the character's yes, name. Yes, she's here I don't somewhere. know what creature Amy Rose, oh, there, she's there she is. She's also a hedgehog, I, I don't. Believe. Is it true? 
I think. Are you sure? No. Because there was another one in um, one of the Sonic Adventure games, one of the more sultry characters. Oh, sultry, yeah. Turned out to be a bat. Okay, they're I don't not, know. They're tell not me, all tell hedgehogs. Tell me who Amy wrote. Who is this? This is like a rhinoceros fella or thing? Yeah. You got a crocodile? Anyhow, uh, Sonic says, hey, I heard you like bad boys. Amy says, yeah, why? Not to brag, but I'm literally bad at everything. And Amy says, meet me at eight. <laughs> Great. There was a lot of this, like, fan-dubbed videos yeah. on YouTube that were sent our way. There was also, like, fan fiction that was, like, not well, safe yeah. for work fan fiction. Well, a lot of these fan-dubbed videos were not safe for work either. Oh. Yeah. And therefore not safe for this podcast. No. No. I mean, Krista the Hedgehog is barely... <laughs> Well, Fire Emblem characters. Barely so we're, we're good. As long as you're not, you have more clothes on than a Fire Emblem character, you can pass the test to be on this podcast. Anyways, um, but yeah, there is a lot of this, like, Sonic definitely feels very adult in a lot of these. Well, if you're making up the, the voices, you can have him be whatever but you the want. the expressions are also very... What's the, with it, the nose? And Why is his nose sticking out like that here? I don't know. It's he, not, it's not it's normally like that, is it? Oh, I guess maybe it, it is, is, actually. You're in, just Kit, see, in Kit the Hedgehog, it is. You're just seeing it from like huh. a... Yeah, um, it is. It I'll is. be honest, I don't really like that. The expressions, <laughs> though. It's like Sonic is giving her like the bedroom <laughs> eyes here. And it's but he's also of, doing this like against the locker. Like That's you, a scary. You can't, you yeah, can't you get can't away. get away. You right. have to go under the arm. <laughs> Girls, go under the arm, okay? And then kick him right in the... <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get away. Right in the rings. Um, right in the right. family jewels. Um, right in the chaos emeralds. <laughs> <laughs> or the chow garden. Right in that chow garden. <laughs> Um, next. Kids. This is in the, what do you call, what is this meme format? This is a classic, it's like the Facebook it, meme format like, or something. It's like the, yes, it's like yes. the the classic meme format. Yes. You get side by side image. One is classic Sonic right. in front of like, you know, Green Hill, mm -hmm. left stage. And then you get movie Sonic yeah. from the Sonic movie. And the caption says, kids today getting their video game turned into a movie. Get this. And then on the bottom says, kids in my day got this, and it's a Goomba and this really, really ugly, disgusting, toothless. Well, it's got teeth. Or like. They're little, little they're and little, sharp. Little, 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 like. Yeah. Toothpick teeth. Um, I have famously never seen the original Super Mario Brothers movie. Right. I actually think this picture of the Goomba, I think I saw this in, in a Nintendo Power. It's horrifying. And I was like, I'm so out on this. <laughs> This is, it's this horrifying. Is Why? Why did this exist? Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, <laughs> that's pretty funny. I think um, Movie Sonic is actually really cute after they fixed the ugly. I agree. But Movie Sonic <clears throat> yeah. is adorable. I was going to say, this is, I think you could probably do the, do a flip side of this with, you know, janky original Sonic and something yeah. else. And, and maybe Movie movie. Uh, movie movie Donkey Kong movie Donkey or, or whatever, Kong. Movie Peach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Movie Sonic, though, they, we were saying, well, watch the movie reaction, but we were saying they should, they should definitely do the baby Sonic. Yes! Baby Sonic was pretty cute. In Get the some movie. baby Sonic baby merch Sonic. out. People we would need love baby that. Sonic. All right. All right, next, uh, we have a three parter here. It says, Where Girls Cried, and there's the end scene of Titanic, where Leo. <laughs> Which you've never seen. I've also never seen that movie. I can't believe that you I don't have, sorry, I don't have nine hours to watch this. You when should I watch it in like increments. Well, spo spoiler alert for me, I guess I don't need to. Well, 
Obviously by, that happened. By Leonardo DiCaprio. So hot. Uh, yes, I'm a student of history. Um, and then we have Where Boys Cried, and we have the scene Fast between Vin Diesel and C.G. Paul Walker. Oh, that's um, pretty That's sad. definitely an emotionally Girls cried for that heart-wrenching too. scene. And then finally, Where Men Cried, and we have um, <laughs> Sonic doing some crazy electrical move here. In the, from the Sonic movie. Uh, outstanding work. <laughs> <clears throat> High level. S tier. I laughed. <laughs> this is a good and I'm one. still yeah. laughing. I laughed when I first saw this. I'm still laughing now. Did you cry at this Titanic scene? Oh, yeah. Really? What was it like in the movie theater when this was happening? <gasps> was everybody kidding? crying? I think a lot of people were crying. Oh. I watched it with my mom. She cried. Was she too. crying? Yeah. Oh, no. I cried at that scene, too. The scene with CG Paul Walker. That's, that's really that's a very, sad. It's a very well done scene. I have seen that movie. Did you cry? I did not cry. No, but I was like, wow, that that is that you is a, that is emotional. No, what's wrong with you? No, you know, not even a little bit. Just look at Vin Diesel's face, and I don't feel like crying. Do you have a little misty? <laughs> is it because you think about family? I'm not, I'm, <laughs> family, 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 family. 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 <laughs> um, this next, this next one I like too. <laughs> also another three parter. Three another three parter. Yes. The pupil can expand up to fifty five percent when you look at something you love. That's you actually have... true. I did that experiment in science class in biology class really? in high school. Yeah. What did you look at? A picture of Leo DiCaprio. I <laughs> <laughs> got you there. Like a, oh, and you probably like a puppy or What's something. What's like So we have a normal human eyeball. Uh, then we have Detective Pikachu, Pikachu, and it's just all black. The pupil has expanded all the right. way. The eye is all black. And then we have original prefix uh, movie Sonic. Sonic, and it's like you can barely see It's the like pupil. a pinhole pupil. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Look at Detective Pikachu, though. Detective Pikachu's it's eyes so cute. are also basically all black. Well, anything cute has so big maybe pupils. The dead eye, like the Funko Pop eyes, though. A little dead. Yeah, a little but dead. But he has a reflective, you know, his eyes are reflective. Right. Um, Sonic has green eyes, which is interesting, because most Nintendo characters have blue, blue eyes. Blue eyes. I, wonder, yeah. I wonder how they chose green. I'm sure there's a reason. Well, because he's blue, so maybe well, they he is blue. wanted to choose something that's blue. not blue, so they're yeah. all blue. Yeah. Yeah. It is weird that a lot of Nintendo characters have blue it's eyes. It's true. We did that once. That's like, who is it? weird. Who is it? Who is it? You know who else got blue eyes? Me. Eh, whatever. <laughs> But like, yeah, Link is Link. Link has blue eyes. Mario, Pretty Peach. much all the Mario characters have blue eyes. Pe okay. Um, yeah, it's just a thing. Wow. Style guide. Style guide. You're making a new character. Must blue have blue eyes. eyes. All right. When you okay, the next one is um, also from the Sonic movie. A scene where he's standing and there are like a hundred missiles homed in, pointed at poor Sonic, and the meme says, "When you express an unpopular opinion." This is this is the old design. Um, I couldn't tell actually. The, yeah, I can't tell because it's uh, Sonic is a little bit far away, and I can only tell when you look at the teeth. It looks a little. His legs look a little bit too long. The legs do look right. long because in the movie he's really short. Yeah. Remember we did. We were we were looking. We're like, oh, he's like smaller than we yeah, thought he was. Yeah. Um, this is not my favorite one. Um, this is definitely something that like your your great grandmother might share without fully <laughs> understanding. What it is, just like, yeah, just share it, whatever. <laughs> this is where, like, yeah, someone yeah. really old is, like, searching I, uh, through yeah. the Giphy on Apple, the messaging or whatever, and just, like, whatever. I, I, I just took my Tuesday dosage of about 9,000 pills, and now I'm getting on the internet. It's great. <laughs> um, and then the forums, people. Now, this next one is interesting because these seem to be two different memes that go together. Oh. I didn't realize this. So the first one, the text is the same for both. 
Hey, can I borrow your homework? Yeah, just change it up a bit so it's not obvious that you copied. All right, thanks. And then we have, I, now I don't know enough about Dragon Ball to say what A it, Super Saiyan Goku. Is that exactly who that is? I believe so, Okay. Yes. And Super Saiyan Sonic. Sonic, yeah. Which we saw, we saw it happening when we played the games. He did go yeah. Super Saiyan with the blonde. Oh, now were these the chaos? Oh, one, two, three, four, five. I think they said there were seven of these. But, but these aren't emeralds green. at all. That's a blue. This Do you know that emerald is my birthstone? I didn't know that. There you go. What does that mean? I don't know. Maybe I should get a <laughs> you don't chaos know? emerald. Oh, you should get you like can, a chaos. What if you got one of those fat, like Sonic head, like bejeweled, but with the chaos, like emeralds? the uncut gem ones, yeah. but with chaos emeralds. I should get that. Wow. Someone get that for me. And for the green eye, the green eyes could be chaos emeralds. Is that because he's chaos? Look, I don't. know. Uh, I don't know what's but yes, happening. I'm All sorry. Right. Those are not emeralds. Um, then the next one. Again, same thing. Hey, can I copy your homework? Sure, just make sure it looks different so it doesn't look like you copied it. Sure thing. And you have the Super Saiyan um, Sonic. Sonic. And then, and then Big Cat Mario from, the from Bowser's, Bowser's Fury. Fury. Oh. Oops. So we're just copying. The evolution is that Sonic copied from Dragon Ball and then Nintendo copied. Mario copied Sonic. Sonic. So we're just we're, we're, um, we're playing a game of I copy telephone. I don't believe that's what happened, but sure. Uh, yeah, I think it just, I mean, anytime you make anything glow like that, it just looks cool. So yeah. everyone's going to use that. Uh, the next thing, I don't, I don't know yeah, if this it, is very confusing. I was, I was unclear about whether to include this because I don't know if it's traditional meme material, but this is, it's an infographic. This is more of an infographic about the sonic cycle, which is something that I have truly subscribed to over the years. And I don't know, it could be informative if you don't know. I think yeah. most people probably know about it, but it's basically like you see a new game, it looks cool. People start to get hyped. Um, you see a little bit more. <clears throat> you start to get a little bit worried, and then the game comes out, and it's bad. Uh, but then the cycle starts again, and people yeah. get excited. And, and um, when Sonic Frontiers came out, I, I made a reference to the Sonic cycle, which I was wrong about. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. Goes so to show. You can be proven incorrect, even though this this has happened um, multiple times before. Yeah. So right. Yeah. <clears throat> so there you go. This one, we have a fun story about this yes. one. Yes. So this is the iconic Sonic Popsicle with yeah. the bubblegum eyes. But the eyes are always like off Somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. So they have a picture of the actual Popsicle with the eyes just completely melted yeah. into the ice cream. And then the packaging with the eyes not where Are also be. out off center. Yeah. The gumball eyes. Have you ever had one of these? I absolutely have. Really? I love. What is the flavor of this? Oh, it says blue it's raspberry. Ras blue raspberry with a bubblegum. Is there such thing as a blue raspberry in no. real life? How did we come up with this? Blue raspberry. The 90s. <laughs> I think Jolly Rancher invented that flavor. And then now we have it in It doesn't taste like a raspberry either. It tastes like sugar. So what are we doing? It tastes like sugar. Literally sugar. All right. Just, just call it like razzmatazz or something. Well, why does it have to be razz? I don't know. Just like make up, make up a name. Why can't it just be like blue matazz? Purple then? raspberry. Blue raspberry. Why are you saying raspberry still if it's not a raspberry? That was your complaint in the know. first place. <laughs> If you're to to remedy your complaint, you have to oh, to remedy to take yeah. out the word raspberry. Fine, razzmatazz. So you're saying razz. Razzle dazzle. You're saying razz. <laughs> so stop it. I'm razzing you. Uh, I have had not this one, but a Ninja Turtles one that was kind of the same deal. Oh yeah, that one's good too. And also too. the gumballs were. Why can't they get these gumballs right? Because it's hard in ice cream because it like I think right. it moves around. 
It's like it's Sega, like, step in and do something about this. Shut this down until we can get this right. Do we have any Pokemon? Pull the plug on this factory. Whoa. Do we have huh? Pokemon popsicles that get it right? No. Because they're no very such concerned. Thing. They know. They well, saw they know, this they and they're like, better. no, no, they know no. Better about keep your Pikachu. dirty mitts off of my Pikachu. Yeah. I do like ice cream truck ice cream a lot. It's like, if you there's hear? an ice cream there truck. There used to be an ice cream truck that would come to the office. I would always go down and get and one. We would, hear we like, would run down the stairs. Is that weird that an ice cream truck would come to that office park? It's kind of weird. Why is it weird? It's whimsical. It's a little weird. I don't you would, know. You never would go. I would run down there with my money. Uh, <laughs> wait. wait. <laughs> but the funny story that we have is we know somebody um, that we used to work with that has a really Who used cool, to work on Sonic the Hedgehog, we should say. We, that's right. Yeah. Who has a tattoo of the popsicle. I wonder if she'd let us sh share a picture of that. Here. Yeah, I'll ask her. Um, yeah. I think it, it's really it's really cool. Because she used to work on Sonic. It's a, it's it's a, actually, yeah. she has a lot of really awesome tattoos. But yeah. I think this one's one of my favorites. Actually. I, I, that's a, it's a really, it's really creative. Good idea. Yeah. 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 She's, she's awesome. Okay. Anyways. All right. This next one, I don't know if this is a meme. It's definitely Nightmare uh, Fuel. I hate this, this one. This came from our own Captain Alex. Um, oh. I don't even, I don't really know what to say about this. It's like Cirque du Soleil Sonic. Well, you know, sometimes, again, people would I... do like the realistic Mario and he would look a little weird. Mm -hmm. But this is this a is whole. This is horrifying. This is like the, the Cats movie. Ugh. This is kind of like that. So this is Sonic in a giant ring, but like in a very realistic, like animalistic way. It's all like lanky. His but face it's in is really some messed sort up. Of like rubberized space. It's suit. in like some sort of like yeah, exactly. Vulcanized, rubberized. Yeah, and the face though, the face is <laughs> disgusting. Yeah, yeah. And I it's can't like, look at it. It's like anything. looking directly at you too. It's, it's and it has a weird expression on yeah, its face too. I don't it's like disgusting. It. Yeah. Um, um, all right, we got right, two more to this go. This one. Um, this is funny. The text is time traveler moves a rock, the timeline, and we have kind of Mario in the Sonic style, style of Sonic yep. and Sonic in the style of Mario. I gotta say, I don't hate the, the Sonic in the style of Mario. Oh, so cute. It's fat, which I like. It's a little chonky. It has yeah. a kind of a Yoshi feel to it, which mm, I like. Yeah. I like that. Looks very happy. And then we have uh, Mega Man uh. and Sonic. Oh, of. we haven't talked about Sonic Mario. Oh, sorry. Which is an atrocity. Sonic Mario is, is horrifying. Sonic Mario <laughs> looks like a Looney Tune character gone completely yeah. wrong. Or like a Tiny Toon. Remember that, that, that oh, show, The yeah. Animaniacs? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what, yeah. That's what uh, Sonic Mario there, looks like. There have been some attempts to make Mario a little more edgy. Like um, the, Stri the, the tribal tattoo... Mario that they did a GBA for, which again, apparently that's canon that Mario has this awful tribal tattoo. That's why he's wearing, that's why he's wearing long, long sleeves. At the beach. Um, Wait, when he was- Oh, he didn't like, have it. Yeah, good. Broken. They, they got rid of that good. Broken. He didn't have that, that or a belly button. Or, he had it, a belly button oh, ring? No, he didn't have- What? Did he not have nipples? Belly button. He definitely had those. Did he have but belly button? Was, what I were think we so. arguing about? He had it all. We were looking at the nipples. Yes, and we, were, we were. We were concerned about yeah. them. Yeah, and, they, and like, I think even like Mr. Koizumi like talked about it. Yeah, at we some have a, there's a video of him talking about nipples, <laughs> oh and he God. said like I didn't think I was going to be talking about this today or something. It was yeah, really funny. Li liar! First of all, yeah, you put them there. <laughs> yeah. What do you know? Well, he's like, this is going to get him talking. <laughs> <laughs> like sipping that artisanal yeah. coffee. Wait till they get a load of this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bam! And then, <laughs> nipples. Okay, and then there's this. The image uh, underneath that is even face more. Swap. <laughs> Is even more disgusting, which is Mega Man and Sonic shaking hands, but Mega Man has Sonic's face now, Sonic, and Sonic has Mega Man's face. Sonic Mega Man kind of looks like Mickey Mouse. 
Oh, yeah. Doesn't it look, it's just we, like the Mickey Mouse face. If we put the ears on it, it would look What's like What's the difference Mouse? between Sonic's face, not his head, but his face, and Mickey Mouse's face? Okay, we'll do a side-by-side -side here. Not a lot. And then... Mega so, Man. Mega Man Sonic looks like, looks like a, a Cuphead character. Looks like a wrong. garbage pail kid is oh, what it looks like. This is, okay. this is absolutely a garbage pail kid. Okay. Yeah. Again, we'll include reference in Yeah. Wow. Some um, of these memes are absolutely hilarious. My favorite, what's, what's your favorite one? My favorite one is the, um, is the one girls cry when that's boys a, That's cry a very good one. Yeah. I also like the one after with the eye. That one's good. <laughs> Um, well, this is just the edumacation uh, <laughs> that we needed. Oh, man. I'm like crying. We've been schooled. Um, Kit the Hedgehog, Crystal the Hedgehog. Nice Yo. to meet you. I'll never see you again. Disgusting. Um, delete you. Um, all right. Wonderful. Uh, we can now talk about some games that we're playing. Yeah. So we got. We want to talk a little bit more about some of these Sonic games. And we, we got do. some non Sonic games. Too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we'll start with the Sonic games. Um, so again, we played all nine, and then we both went back, and you played a little bit more of Sonic Adventure. I played a bit more of both of those. Yeah, I played a little bit more of Sonic Adventure. I also played a little bit more of Sonic Mania. Oh. Because um, I had already had that on Switch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, I would say that the things that didn't click with me before still kind of didn't yeah and even like i was reading comments um from the the video of us trying these games for the first time and a lot of people are like oh my god you guys have made so many mistakes i'm like i know i understand that but i don't know like what i'm doing and it's not intuitive to me right. like what i'm supposed to do and i was even asking katie i was like i want to see someone do it perfectly like i want to see some like expert playthrough of these mm -hmm. levels because they are forcing you to do like two very opposite things one is to go really fast and one is to like explore these levels right which is challenging mm -hmm. i think uh true yes i also went back and i played sonic the hedgehog 2 oh yeah some more and i it was the same thing where i got hung up in that chemical plant the chemical plant and there were a lot of things where it's like Unless you had memorized the stage and knew something was coming, like you just die um, randomly. Or also in that scene where you, it's easy to drown, where there are those rotating blocks, yeah. you can also get like squished really easily yeah. and die. And it's weird because the those. blocks are going so slow. It's like you shouldn't be. Right. And it's like. It's, it's like, weird. It's yeah, like there's, a weird timing. I understand that mechanic, but like the hitbox is very big, I guess. So yeah. it's like, I don't think I got squished there, but I did anyway. Right, 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 um, right. Exactly. The Sonic Adventure games are very interesting, though, because I think there's a lot to really like there. Um, but I think it has, you know, the same issues that every 3D platformer had at that time with the camera. Yeah. Yeah, the camera is the camera's tricky. It can get locked in to one angle sometimes. Yeah, it's like, well, the thing really I need hard. to see, I can't see you because can't the camera won't it. let me. Yeah, exactly. Right. But the other parts of that game is really good. Like, the, the story is really interesting. It's like, it totally does remind you of, like, a cheesy, like, movie that you watch just because it's cheesy and funny. Yeah. Yeah, it has, like, that kind of humor and those kinds of cutscenes and stuff like that. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm like you where, you know, <clears throat> playing these games was definitely informative, but it, it, it didn't really change my mind. Mm -hmm. um, but again, now, now I don't have the vitriol. And it's just like, yeah, all right, no well, well, Sonic is just, you know, one of these series that, that doesn't click with me. Someone send me, like, videos of someone doing the levels perfectly. I want to see. Who do you know, people yeah. of the internet? Send it to me. 
I want to see someone do it perfectly because I, I don't know like what it's supposed to look like. Right, you know? right. Um, there was also a lot of talk um, about uh, in Sonic 3, Michael Jackson's potential involvement in that soundtrack, which was, oh, yeah. which was a really was interesting, interesting kind of storyline to, yeah. to go down. Yeah. Um, mm. Where like they kind of, it, but a lot of it is still like to this day, very, he said, she said, there's nothing like really definitive about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but is it, it like Robin Williams voices the genie in Disney? He didn't want know, anybody to know about it. I thought everybody knew that. I think he didn't want people to know that. He wasn't credited in Aladdin? Oh, I think so. Or I, th I feel like there was like what? some controversy around oh. that. Well, I think people like, would have known. <laughs> I think people would have known because it's pretty obvious. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting though because we did definitely like the music from that game and it sounded very different from the last two and games. We and we did say that it sounded very current. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it sounded like the music of the time. So mm -hmm. if that was because of involvement of like current you know, pop stars or whatever, yeah. like that could have been it, you know, that could have been the reason why. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, anyways. Yeah. Um, so we're, I think, I think we're going to keep going with uh, Sonic Adventure 1 and 2. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then obviously we're about to stream Sonic Frontiers. So I'm very excited to now yes. like dive into like the latest Sonic game. Right. With the history that we have right. now and some like My base. expectation's high. Really high, and yeah. you guys are like that game. So I want to, I want to see, mm -hmm. and I'm like interested in this. Yes. And it, it looks really pretty, so uh -huh. I, I'm excited. Yeah. To that. Okay. Uh, but the big main course this week is Fire Emblem Engage, yes. which we have both been playing yeah. and I think enjoying. Yes. Yeah. Very much. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we both started Fire Emblem Engage, and yeah, we were we were joking about how we were like kind of not excited for this game until recently, and then obviously now that we're in it, it does feel good especially for like I, for me it feels really good to be like kind of settled into another fire emblem game like the first part of the game obviously is like a ton of tutorial and all that stuff it's yeah. like i wish they would really let you skip that stuff because yeah you are a long time fire emblem yeah. fan is there a button you could just put in that says like go to this chapter this. yeah yeah I, I know with how this works um but anyways now that i'm through the tutorial i've kind of i feel like i'm actually in the game now mm -hmm. it feels good like it feels like a you know like a familiar fire emblem game um and it's you know it looks really beautiful the story is it really looks in. awesome it really does the only thing i will say is that some of the cutscenes almost look like a, so good that it feels like out of place Oh, well, it's... it's The style is I think so it's, different. I think it's pre-rendered. I know. Versus something that the game is actually rendering. Right. But I don't think it's that... They, they also have some things that are like illustrations. Right. That, they, that, that are in a slightly different style. Yeah, the styles that, are different. That obviously don't... They, it's static. It doesn't move. Right. That they'll, they'll do to like illustrate a really, you know, key scene. But... Um, They've really like perfected that art style, and it's so colorful yeah, it's really and colorful. vibrant. Yeah, um, agreed. I, I really loved that. It's one of the earlier settings where you, you can see off in the distance. There's like, a, like a big castle, and there's these huge boulders on this very green field. Mm -hmm. Usually, the first um, battle you're in. That's it, right. Yeah. Right. 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 And um, even like when you're inside, they do the lighting so well in those spaces. Yeah, it's like yeah. really beautiful, like sunlight like cascading through the right. the um, windows and right. stuff. But also all like the faces of the characters are very expressive mm -hmm. and they all look really unique. Um, 
you know, I would have never before... I guess before before Awakening, I would have never said, like, a Fire Emblem's going to have, like, a really killer presentation. Yeah. It's, like, it's going to focus on the, on like the, the mechanics. the mechanics. And yeah. it's going to be very workmanlike on everything else. But it's, like, these games are pretty, no. like, flashy. Give me the Fire Emblem anime. Super slick. Literally put the cutscenes into an anime. Because yeah. they would work so well in that format now. It's really, like, elevated to that kind of entertainment right. mm-hmm. status, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the look of this game is really interesting. Um, uh, I really like the like the sort of the world that we're in. Mm. Um, you know, the different kingdoms that you're yeah. going to be ending. Obviously, setting you up to visit all these different kingdoms mm. to meet these different characters, um, and like learn about sort of their their place in this world that you're in. That that part of it feels really cool. And every all of those characters from the different kingdoms all have sort of different looks too. Like the early one that we met, it, everyone looks like they're very like flowery. Mm, yeah. Like they're even like the dresses the yeah. the princess Saline or whatever mm. is wearing. It looks like a big flat, like a big blossom or whatever. Yeah. And then the prince is wearing like a thing. Um, so all the looks are really like unique to the kingdom, which I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I like the setting and, and like the characters and stuff like that a lot so far. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm a bit more mixed on just the story. Overall, mm. which feels a little generic to me. Yeah, um, evil dragon. dragon <clears throat> I mean, I'm still I'm still liking some of the characterizations um, and some of the the back and forth. But as far as like the big overarching storyline, I I'm not super hooked into that. Yeah, unless yes. there's some sort of like wow, like oh my gosh, I didn't see that coming moment. Yeah, so which happened in. Um, was it in Awakening or was it in Three, three Houses? Ho- three Houses, yeah. Yeah, so, I, 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 but kind of the way this game sets up is like, oh, you know, oh, the, yeah, the, the main character, I don't think it's a spoiler, I'll just say this, like the main character awakes, he's always been in a coma for 10,000 years yeah. and you meet your mother and it's, and the way it's depicted is like, is she actually your mother? It's that, that, she's we acting, both had that, that like initial reaction, yeah. like, is mommy evil? She's acting really weird. She's making you pinky swear all the time, which I is know, creepy. it's so creepy. Um, but then something happens to her and she vanishes. So it's like, is she really gone? What's going on? Yeah. Which, if she ends up being something evil, that would be super similar to the Three Houses the three twist. Three Houses twist, So I yeah. doubt they we would do that twist. again. So there's the other thing that happened. This might be a spoiler, so I'm all tag right here if you no, you won't i will this might be a spoiler skip five <laughs> two minutes if oh, you don't want to hear this. so there was a cut scene in the very early on of the divine dragon you're the main character yes. alier or whatever yeah and instead of the blue and the red oh it's all red <laughs> right she's looking very evil. Like evil yeah like he or she is right. looking very evil so i wonder if there was some sort of fusing that oh, creepy like, mommy did. Yeah, yeah. That's why you have like half okay. green, blue, half red, and yeah. maybe like the twist is this is the spoilers over. This is me project, like pro, uh, projecting now. Like maybe the twist is like she separates into two characters. Mm. Well, I'd love that because I don't like the look of this character. <laughs> and you have an evil side and a good side. Oh, okay. And you get rid of the evil side. You like kill it. Oh, that would be cool. Like twin, like an evil yeah. twin kind of thing. <laughs> okay. Could that be? The twist. I'd be down with that. All right. Yeah. Let's put that in the in the main pile. Yeah. I also, I, I, I'm not loving the main character. Aside from the looks, I'm still not loving kind of the characterization of the main character. It's kind of, kind of a wuss. I don't like how everyone treats the main character. Mm. It's kind of weird. Well, 
I mean, it is supposed to be like, like the, a godlike, basically a god, like a, a dragon in human like in human form. What, what's not to like? I mean, it's like it's weird because it's like everybody, the, all the conversations are just like so contrived. Yeah. Like, oh my god, I can't believe you want to be my friend. This is amazing. And like, I had like a support conversation with one uh -huh. of the twins. I think it's like. Oh, Fram right. or clam. Fram or and cram. Cram and clan and fran and the girl one, yeah. the, the yeah, healer, yeah, yeah. whatever. Right. I gave her some horse manure as a gift, which is why would you even make that a possibility? I don't know why that's and a she gift. goes, Oh, this is stinky, but I love everything you give me, divine one. Ha <laughs> ha. That's literally what she said. And I was like, ew. Good thing I gave you some it's a test. poopy. Yeah. We know some people who would have that reaction. Yeah, it's disgusting. I don't like that. Like if their boss gave them that. A pile of poopy? You thought of exactly what I wanted. <laughs> Ew, gross. Yeah, yeah everyone is, is like too much of a, like a, you know, buck yeah. sir. So, right, right. And I really love that. Um, yeah, so some of like the, the character relationships right now, I'm not feeling. And that's like, for me, it was like a little disappointing that there is not like a lot of the relationship things. Like you can't pair them, I don't think, right? To have like the babies. Um, uh, I'm not far enough to know, but it sounds like a lot of that is, is not there. That means I don't really need my relationship. Yeah, I wasn't sure when they were saying, like, that part is pared down. Like, what I, I was wondering what exactly is gone. Yeah. Like, I, I, I didn't follow, like, the previews for this super closely, either, so maybe yeah. that's, like, already very clearly put out yeah, there. Yeah, I was trying to, I was talking because, to producer Steffi about the whole thing, too, because her and I are a big, like, Fire Emblem yeah. relationship people, and she was asking me, and I was like, yeah, I don't know, I've, I've started to play, and you do have the support conversations, it, right. but you're not, like, it doesn't seem like it's leading up to something. There's no, like, romancing or something. I want to oh. Have you started your, your notebook? Do I need the notebook now that there's no romancing? What's the point? Uh, uh, platonic love? <laughs> I don't know. I don't care about that. Who cares? I can start it, but just to keep track, but I feel you like... You promised people that you would do this notebook. Oh, my God. There's no way out now. Well, okay, fine. I'll do it, but I, it just doesn't seem to make a difference now that it, it, there's, no, there's no romance. Anyways, the other thing is the, the support conversation with the emblems. Yeah. Like, I'm not interested in the ghost husbando. Like, no. That's weird. Um, that whole mechanic... It's Sailor Moon. So I, I I do kind of like the story reason for why they're there. Yeah. Of like, oh, we, oh, had, we had this huge calamity and yeah. we had to bring them in from like another dimension to That's help. That's fine. Yeah, I kind of like this that. This is like a Marvel storyline. But yeah. it does lean quite gimmicky to me yeah especially in gameplay yeah, yeah. like we were both saying it felt like when pokemon started <laughs> to introduce mega evolution <laughs> or like, or a like crystal the crystal terrastalizing yeah, every yeah. game had some different battle gimmick <laughs> that was ultimately kind of pointless it's kind of pointless and it was the same thing it's like well you can you can power up now like a couple times a match you can power up and do yeah. this thing it's like all right do you want to merge it's with your fine. emblem like okay but the the animation is legit like sailor moon I, like every time they merge i'm like moon prison power because that's what it sounds like it looks like mm. to me it's really funny um but yeah like and then you do you do have the support stuff with your emblem too so i'm like why this is why would you talk to them yeah why would you not i guess i, I can talk to them and also you keep mixing up crumb and marth it's marth you're with oh marth. sorry sorry sorry. don't sorry. they're different <sighs> um there does seem to be a lot to that mechanic though where you can change who's wearing the ring yeah. and you can 
um, inherit powers from them. And it seems yeah. like you can, they were, I haven't tried this, but it's like you can create another ring that's people can, maybe for people who aren't wearing the main ring, they can have like a lesser yeah. version. Right, right, I need to, right. I need to figure out, how, yeah. and, then, and then you can fuse those. You can fuse them. So this seems like there's a lot going on with yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know if I have the and I just got, And I just got to the part where they introduced that, so I'm like, yeah. I need to spend some time there. Right, so now I have three rings, and yes. I've given them to people. Uh-huh. So like, I have like, you know, you, you don't need to keep all the rings. Like, you are main character. You pick like one ring per character. Yeah, you spread So them you out. can assign them to like your other Can you party. wear multiple rings? One yeah. character? Oh, really? I didn't know that. And you can switch back and forth too. Oh, I thought it was just one ring per person. Nope. Wow, that seems... I accidentally was wearing two You can really rings. max out. 12 rings. Whoa! <laughs> You're just like, <laughs> yes! Um, uh, yeah, no, I... And then I realized I could give it to other people and I was like, oh... Um, so I ended up doing, like spreading yeah. it out a bit more. Right, right, right. I think you're a little bit ahead of me. Um, I did unlock a prologue, so good to see that those paralog. are... Oh, paralog. Oh, sorry, yeah. par paralog. Um, I'm, so I'm glad to see those returning, because I, I actually, sometimes in Fire Emblem games, I like love the paralogs better than the main story sometimes. Uh, they're so good. So yeah. um, I'm playing that to like get more characters. Uh, um, yeah, my team is like, I think my team is really strong for a starting team. Like, I'm shocked at, like, how... You get a lot of people pretty fast. You do, and some of them are really high. Well, who, who do you like? Um, so, I have a pretty good tank with... Um, what's that guy? The old man? Buff Grandpa? Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. He's my main tank. Yeah. I paired him with um, the Sigurd ring or whatever, mm. so now it's just, like, two hot guys See, on is, a horse. Is he going to be, like... I forget the character from, I think it was Fates, who you get, who starts off super high level, but he eventually becomes weak. Because he, he he basically gets experience super slow from there on. Oh, is he is that like that? Well, I need him right now because he he's there to help you he, in the beginning. I need him to be my like shield yeah. basically because yeah. everyone else is kind of weak. Um, but you you do get a lot of like pretty like heavy characters right away. You get um, Louis, who's like mm -hmm. a pretty like yeah. heavy character, and you also get um, the other the blonde guy, the big thing. He looks like Gaston. Boucheron. Boucheron. He yeah. looks like Gaston from Beauty and the yeah. Beast. He's, um, he's got a really small head. A giant. Like, and it's not just the armor, because when you see him back at yeah. the base, he's still got a really Have tiny head. Have you changed head. their clothes yet? You can I put them all in swimsuits. I don't. What? No, I, I, I can buy the different outfits, but I really don't like any of them. They can. How be, do I get they that? They can all be in. They already have it. How? You just go. Tell to me. <laughs> I need to know. It's not a bikini, though. Just tell me. You go to the, the place to change your clothes, the uh -huh. clothes buying place, and yeah. you can. There's an option. There's a buy or change. Oh, you just change. I didn't do change. change. You can put them in um, swimsuits, everyone, or uh -huh. you can put them in their like workout clothes, which basically looks like modern clothes. They're wearing <clears> like like modern like sweat like t-shirt and sweatpants. I'll be trying that immediately. <laughs> and also <laughs> when sunglasses. We're done here. They can wear sunglasses. 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 Great. sunglasses because um, I don't know. What were we talking about? Uh, who do we does like? It, does it seem like this game has maybe, a, not a lot, but like a bit more of a sense of humor than some other Fire Emblem games? No. I think it has less. Oh, really? I was like, this... Are they being serious? Maybe they're trying to be funny? Well, in the, I there, was, sure there was some humor in the older games, but it was usually because some character was like so uptight. Yeah. Yeah. This one, I... I I was, like, there was that other dialogue that was not the manure one, but, like, another one that I was, like, ill. I, like, turned my nose at Because there were, like, there were, like, the first battle, and it was, like, oh, great dragon, lead us into battle. And then you're, like, let's run away. <laughs> like that, well, I think they're trying to be serious. That seemed to be played for jokes. 
Oh, is that, thought, is that supposed to be a joke? I don't know. I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out, like, is this tonally a bit more lighthearted? Oh, I thought they were just being serious. I oh. didn't get the joke, if that was a joke. Yeah, I'm still feeling that out. Because they have another one where it's like, um, you're doing some, you're you're talking to the to Obi-Wan Kenobi, and he's like, when you, you look like you're sweating, take your clothes off and put it in the laundry, and yeah. I'll do your laundry for you. And I was like, what? That was serious. Well, he's he's the steward of the dragon. So I he's there think to that he should do be your doing bidding. laundry. <laughs> it's weird. I don't want you to do my laundry. That's creepy. <clears throat> um, in the battles, they really seem to be going back to the basics of the like weapon triangle. The weapon triangle. I, yeah. I really like the I, well, I like the animation of when you disarm the oh, yeah, other character. Like, break. And, the, and the, they drop the weapon dramatically. Oh, yeah. it's very cool. Um, the battles are so good. Like, they feel so meaty and so fun. Like, they, they truly, like, perfected the Fire Emblem, like, battle style. Like, you, the grid, the thing, the triangle, like, what's weak against what. Like, yeah. you just know it now. Like, right. I know it, like, by heart now. So I'm just like, oh, I got you. <laughs> I got you backed into a corner. <laughs> um, and it feels good. And it's like, oh, I'm going to crit right now. It's going to be awesome. You're going to die. <laughs> like, it feels good. Like, it's, they, they do that well. Um, it's good that there's less time in between these battles. Mm -hmm. Um, that part I do. It's like yeah. very streamlined. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it feels, it feels good. Like, it feels like the character, I have a ton of awesome characters that are seemingly very powerful. Like the princess, Celine or whatever. She's mm -hmm. a really powerful mage. You get her like right at the beginning of the game. I was like, oh man, yeah. I don't remember getting like such strong characters in the beginning of the mm -hmm. Fire Emblem game before, but I'm doing good. I haven't even had to restart, guys. A lot of people did come to uh, thumbs up your, your style of playing. That's how you're supposed to play it. I don't think it is, but it's it really fine. Is. Do, I agree. Do what you I, like. Do what you like, but yeah. I need the stakes. Like, I need to know that if I mess it up, that uh -huh. I will have to, like, basically waste my time and restart this whole thing again. So it really feels wow. like a lot is on the line. Self-flagellation. It feels good. Again. In gameplay. I, I'm, I'm doing okay, guys. I'm doing okay. I'm thinking about changing the difficulty to hard because I usually play on hard really? classic. That's my usual. Oh. I did normal classic. So, so they like said you can adjust the difficulty up but not down. That's right. So you're locked in if you do that. I know. I haven't decided yet. Mm. I remember during um, Three Houses, I was playing hard classic and um, it was like that Edelgard battle and I had to restart and it took me like six hours. Oh. It's pretty hard. But Maybe go it. a few more battles and just see but I did it. how you're feeling about it. Feeling pretty good. I feel yeah. pretty good. Yeah. I'm feeling pretty good. You get the thing, the time turner now. Did I think did they have that in the last game? I feel like they did. Yeah. Of course that, I, of course very, I didn't have to use it, but that helps a lot. So how so how far back can you go? How does that work? You go back a couple turns. You can't okay. use it that much though. Right. I haven't had to even use it yet, but I'm just glad yeah. I have that, it. That that is nice. It's a safety net. Yeah. Yeah. You, you will use that? Oh, yeah. Oh, whatever made-up rules you've got going? No. Yeah. It's not made-up. It's made-up. No, it isn't. People people understand me. I'm with my All people, right. for sure. All right. Um, anyways, it's good. I, I'm enjoying it so far. I'm glad I decided to play this game because I really wasn't, wasn't planning on it. Yeah. I still... I, I want to keep going, cause, and obviously because I'm enjoying it, but I also want to see... Because people were saying, like, oh, this is like a streamlined version or it's like Fire Emblem Light. I really want to know where the line is yeah. on that. I don't know if it's Fire Emblem Light. It's like, if it's the relationship that's gone, like, okay. Um, but I, I'm, I'm curious to see. Yeah, yeah. Well, definitely, 
see where, you know, things seem to be lacking, but right now I don't feel like it's too lacking. No, right now it feels like it's like, yeah, yeah it's got pretty much everything. Mm -hmm. Again, maybe there's a little bit less to do in the hub in between every single time. The hub is like a resort. Yeah. It looks like the Four Seasons. You can you can recruit uh, pets. That's cute. You can save a pool. Is there a purpose to this? Like you can put them out in the field. Like you can choose you which can one. Choose, but do they yeah. do they like make? I think they give you resources. Stuff for you. It like, seems like they have like eggs and yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's cute. Yeah. You can get there's stables. You can get horses and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Cute. Um, uh, speaking of horses, oh my gosh, you've you been guys. playing pocket card jockey on, pocket your, jockey on your telephone. On my telephone. Yeah. Pocket card jockey. Pocket jockey. Affectionately known as Pocky Jockey from, from unofficially from now on, is the best game ever. It's literally like this is my game of the year. <laughs> oh, Pocky Jockey 2015, 20, 2023 game of the year. 2023 game of the year, Pocky Jockey. I think 2015 with Pocky Jockey was my game of the year. Anyways, um, for those of you who don't remember Pocket Card Jockey, this was on DS, 3DS, 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 yeah. um, made by Game Freak. Right. Perhaps hot take. Best game made by Game Freak is Pocket Card Jockey. Um, it's such a crazy premise that you don't think would be fun, but somehow is addictively fun. And it works perfectly on the phone. Um, you play games of solitaire to power up your horse during, during these like jockey races, basically. And you get all sorts of different horses to choose from. They have different stats. You can breed horses. There's all different like levels of races that you're in some are easier some are harder you're collecting these trophies you're collecting these horses um anyhow it is so fun it works so well on like in on a mobile device and i think it's perfect to release it now because just enough time has passed for me to completely forget yeah how and like like, you it's know, fresh again. It feels so fresh. Like I've completely forgotten what it was like playing it on 3DS. Mm -hmm. And now playing it again, it feels like a new game. But it has just enough. I remember just enough where I'm like nostalgic for it too. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, I remember this part. Or like, oh, that's right. You do this. You know, you kind of like the memories kind of come back to you as you're playing. Um, yeah, I have been playing this like all since I've gotten it on Friday. I've like last Friday, I've been playing it like all weekend basically. It's, it's so this is so uh, Apple down. Arcade exclusive. It is, unfortunately. <clears throat> unfortunately. unfortunately. Um, I am holding out that this will eventually be released standalone. Maybe, yeah. Because um, I, I guess I could get like a free trial, but I know I'm going to forget and get charged and I'm going to be mad. So. Yeah, and you probably don't want it for only three months. And there's no other games really that I want to play no, on that. It's, so it's like, what's the point? I only have it because I have an Apple TV yeah. subscription. I really wonder how they got Game Freak to do this and it's not... It's basically exclusive yeah. to Apple Arcade. I know. It's, it's like, so weird. Put this out on Switch, please. It might be it might be a limited exclusivity. Maybe nice. yeah. it, maybe it is for like So, so you it, you don't play vertical or horizontal, horizontal on the phone? Horizontal. Okay. Okay. So it's but they've redone all the graphics? Have they? I don't know. Because the graphics You're the one who's played the game. Pristinely beautiful. So but also the three DS graphics didn't look the graphics aren't like you don't it's like two D, it's like Oh yeah. You know, they look. It looked like Wario. But I don't. I don't wear think it, characters. I think from what I saw, it was not exactly the same. They must have. They did some, something new it or something. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, there are some new things that link you uh, to the Apple Arcade as well. Like there's like an achievement thing now. Microtransactions. 
No, because you no. paid for it during for your arcade. Oh, that, that's a no. Apple Arcade games have no microtransactions. I haven't. I think I've not played many. I Apple think I think arcade that's a deal. Games, but I believe that is yeah. why you okay. have that subscription. Um, but yeah, there's like achievements. So you do. It's kind of like you know you unlock. Oh right. You do ten of these things and you get another yeah. horse. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I'm currently riding a robot horse. Whoa. His name is Terminator. You get uh. to name your horses. It's really fun. Um, yeah, you like the horses level up, so there's like this incentive for you to like keep playing mm -hmm. it over and over and over again, like I was doing. And then you like have these horses, and you can breed the horses, and then like hopefully get like a really cool horse. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. like a robot horse, wow. half robot horse, half half something. Whoa. Well, if I breed the robot horse with a regular horse, what what's gonna happen? That poor horse. What's gonna happen? I don't know. Um, yeah, this game is awesome. If you have an Apple Arcade subscription. How much is that? I don't know because mine's bundled into Here my, we go again. My, What's the price of a gallon of milk? I don't know. How much? <laughs> I have an Apple TV, okay? How much, is a, so it's how much is a bunch of bananas? I don't know. My butler gets that for me. Why would I know? How much is Apple Arcade? Who knows? Bundled with my Apple TV and my Apple Fitness. <sighs> I think it's twenty dollars for all a month. Of, all of it. Well, oh, that's a lot for Apple Fitness, Apple oh, TV, no! and Apple Arcade. Nobody cares. Bundle. That's what I have. Yeah. I don't know. Not I'm helpful. Sorry. Um, Forget it. Well, I'm jealous. I'm thinking of breaking up my 3DS just to play that, but I'll probably, so I'll probably just good! wait. Probably just wait and see if they put this out somewhere else. You should. Or for, or just to buy. Yeah. So I'll gladly do that. All right. On to the news? News. On to the news. News. Uh, this first story is a bummer that goes some places. Uh, so Microsoft is laying off 10,000 people. This seemed to be the week of everybody laying off 10,000 so people. So many layoffs. <laughs> Every tech company in so the world. So crazy. The beginning, like just 2023 just started. And it's just like one Gotta get big going, layoff then. after another. What oh took so God. long? Um, oh, ouch. So this is like across all of Microsoft. It's sad. But it does also touch people at 343 Industries, the Coalition, and Bethesda. Yeah. And kind of a lot of the after drama focused on 343, where there were a lot of people who used to work there who came out and said, you know, this shouldn't have happened. What happened with Halo Infinite was a real shame. There were a lot of problems with the leadership on that team. Oh. So a lot of people just coming out and really tisking that studio for not being everything it could be. Yikes. Um, after that, there was this rumor that was getting pretty heated for a couple yeah. of days saying, well, they're downsizing because they're not actually going to be making Halo anymore. They're going to oversee um, Halo games made by outside studios. Right, right. In which case, yeah, you wouldn't need a you lot of people need to do that. People in house anymore. Yeah, right. exactly. But then 343 came out and put out this statement, which I will read. Halo and Master Chief are here to stay. 343 Industries will continue to develop Halo now and in the future, including epic stories, multiplayer, and more of what makes Halo great. Signed, Pierre Hints, the studio head. So, while that this rumor got so out of control that they had to put out this statement to uh, counter it. Well, the rumors, yeah. But... This studio, I forget how long, I mean, it's kind of been around for like close to 10 years now. Mm -hmm. never feels like it's been able to totally reach like, its full potential. Totally. And I'm not sure if it, it is like what they're saying with 
you know, the the leadership or, or something like that. It just seems like they're always struggling with something. Yes, there's always like an important person leaving, or they yeah. always have to like rescope these games, or like some restructure happens in the right. middle of some critical time. Like right, it right. happens every, almost every single time. Well, there goes my prediction about Halo Co-op. Not putting it out now because it can't. But it was already out. You didn't. <laughs> it's not happening. Uh, it's a shame. Um, I. I don't know how Halo continues to be in the conversation of like the biggest franchises in the industry because I think that's more of a legacy thing at this point. We both played Halo Infinite. Yeah. Some Great parts game, some parts of it were cool. Also... Some parts of it were not. All the, some parts the in, of it were not. The but... indoor the, the outdoor parts were amazing. The indoor parts were the, basically trash. The multiplayer trash. was fun. The multiplayer was fun. It was really I was fun. talking I was talking about the single player. Mostly. Oh, the single player yes. there were some issues. Yes. You didn't even beat that game. I did. Oh, okay. No, I did. I thought you didn't because you got frustrated. No, no, no. I, I, beat, I beat that game. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we'll see, you know, it, it's one of these situations now. It's like, well, who's going to be the next company to lay oh off all these people? I, I don't know. know. Yeah, Gaming Media, too, has saw, yes. saw a lot of layoffs last week. Right, and right. It's it really sad to see it. It's always, like, very volatile. And it's like, I feel like layoffs nowadays is one of those things where like a hop on the bandwagon situation where it's like, oh, someone's doing it. Okay, we better do it now right. too so that we don't well, that's get because, as much It's because somebody's shareholders like, hey, they're tightening the belt. What are you, how are you doing it's that? It's all the shareholder right, stuff. Right, Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, it was um, GameSpot and Giant Bomb this time. Yeah. Which... They've been involved in a number of these acquisitions where they get acquired by this company right. who then lays off all the staff and totally like hamstrings what they can do. So it's like, what are you doing? It's, what did you What did you think would happen like, when what you... what is your end plan here? <laughs> like a giant bomb. They have three video people and they just laid off two of them. So, and that's a video oriented outlet. So what... How? What do you think is going to happen? I know. I, I saw really like, sort of like, oh, just heartbreaking tweets from people and then like yeah. stuff like from giant bomb that's like we're still going to try to put these videos out it's like you can just see the struggle right of trying to do the work that they've done with like a completely like body team of people basically yeah yeah it sucks yeah so our heart goes out to them obviously you know really we, we were not laid off but we were part of something that felt quite similar yeah exactly so, you know we know how that goes and it's yeah, not and fun yeah and it totally upends your so, reality so yes. you have to like <clears throat> figure out what to do and it's really hard to do yeah. that uh, next story is about the Last of Us TV show, oh, yeah. which is doing numbers on oh, HBO. The numbers. Uh, so the first episode got 4.7 million viewers, which was the second largest debut after House of the Dragon. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, since Boardwalk Empire launched in 2010, I didn't know Boardwalk Empire was a big deal. I didn't either. But I guess it was. Okay. Um, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's... Consi I mean, it seems like that they always have something in that Sunday evening time slot. What do they call Prestige TV. The premiere, yeah. Prestige ex TV exactly. time spot. Right. Yeah. yeah, White Lotus was before that, and then I think that did huge numbers. Obviously, won a whole bunch and of awards. And they have Succession. They had Succession. They basically always have something big in that and, slot. And I, that slot works for them. Yeah. It's like the Thursday podcast slot. Right. This is but a for Prestige this, podcast slot. But for this to be like the second biggest thing in, in you know, 13 years. Yeah. Is wow, and, and to to be you know at the he heels of House of the Dragon, to think of how mainstream this franchise has really gotten, yeah, is really remarkable. Um, I have not watched. We both have talked about this. 
<clears throat> excuse me, I have not watched this show and I'm kind of scared. Will not be watching. I probably won't be watching it. Yeah, I probably won't be. Yeah. I, I don't think I can handle it. I think emotionally I would not be able to do this. Um, I, I can emotionally barely make it through Sonic Week, let alone watch this TV <laughs> show about the horrors of the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, it just yeah. seems like it's so dark and so depressing. Yeah. I don't. I honestly, emotionally, don't think I can handle it. Yeah. So I will not be watching it. Maybe if something, I don't know. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure what can convince me to watch it, but there maybe something could happen. Yeah, we talked about this on the bonus Q&A, but the moment I knew I was all the way out was when I saw the headlines. It was like, The Last of Us TV show took this devastating scene and made it even more emotionally crushing. It's like, yeah, I'm it. good. Thanks. Like, I don't want to be devastated emotionally on a Sunday night. I don't. <laughs> you don't? No. Oh. It's, I need all of my energy to come to this podcast on Monday. What? Just kidding. Well, good for the 4.7 million people who are down for that. Yeah. Um, yes, but um, The Last of Us. All right. Next is a story from our good buddy, Takashi Mochizuki. Does oh, that name ring a bell? Oh, yeah. Um, of course. About how Nintendo is planning to boost Switch production in kind of a, a, a switcheroo of plans um, with the guidance. It seems like Nintendo's feeling confident about this year, yeah. um, making more systems. I think this bodes well for our prediction mm -hmm. that we will not see, see any new hardware. Any new hardware this year, that Nintendo's yeah. just gonna ride out this very profitable, very popular, yeah. um, very lucrative. Don't rock the boat. And you yes. got they they're probably gonna boost it for Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Got a boost for that for sure. People and throughout be, the year, yeah. Yeah, people are going to be buying that. They're going to, you know, if you, maybe you didn't upgrade to an OLED yet, this is what, you, this is what you're doing now. Right. You're going to upgrade to an OLED, get your Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, yeah. Right, I, right. That, that is the, absolutely the plan. Right. So this is, this, is, plan, this was not an official announcement by Nintendo, but it is from Mochizuki, who is extremely well-sourced well and plugged in. Oh, yeah. So I do tend to believe it. Um and I think it makes a lot of sense. There were some people who were like baffled at this, um, but I, I think those are the people who are just wishing daily for an announcement. It's not happening. Um, yeah. So yeah, this this makes a lot of sense business wise for them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's good, and I think they'll 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 sell. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Uh, our last story was breaking news from this ah, morning. I don't know we were, if I don't we know if you even attention. saw this. Yeah, I um, was paying attention. There to was this. kind of a direct-ish. Uh, presentation for the SteamWorld series. That was really cute what they did. They had like a little teaser for it in yeah. like their tone, like yeah. the SteamWorld tone. They had a cool set. A little cool set. For this. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're very friendly we're with um, Image and Form who make uh, the SteamWorld games. Yes. And we love these we games. So we're pumped fans, for this. Fans of this. Um, but their big announcement was a new game, SteamWorld Build, mm. which this series is always changing genres, which is something that I enjoy about it yeah and, and usually you're, you're like oh man i kind of wish for like a, another do another scene. one of the last ones yeah but yeah. then when, whenever i play the new genre yeah. i'm like this is great this is right. a great new genre for you right <laughs> um so this is a kind of a city builder slash rts yeah. where it's like a, above ground below ground above ground you're building your city and then below ground you're kind of doing like mining, mining and, and fighting all the stuff that's to get underground. To, yeah. And, yeah. So that's a very cool idea. Very I, cool. Again, it's not what I would have expected them to do, and I, I never do expect what they're going to do. Um, they're full of surprises. Coming out this year, consoles and PC. 
Uh, I think there's a demo that's out on PC right now. Um, they also announced this, which was really surprising. They said there's four totals, including build, four SteamWorld games in development. Yeah. Which, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> we don't know when they're coming out. So they're part of this, they have this new parent company, Thunderful. That's right. Which yeah. owns a number of kind of yeah. indie-ish studios. They do like the, the, what is it, the downhill bicycle game yeah that was one well. of their that was yeah. one of their i mean lonely they, mountain that's yeah what they called. have a bunch um so i guess they're really focusing these teams i, I wonder how they're going to space these games out yeah that was um, part of the announcement so because you know it, it, it's it's a it's a good big-ish franchise but i don't know if you know you really want to saturate the market that much with all these new steam world games yeah unless they're really different and, and they're with, coming out on different kinds of platforms right or right whatever um but i'm down for this i love these games so Me i'm excited too. about this I'm so excited. I, I will play anything by the studio, yeah. honestly. Like, I have so much faith in, in the, the ability for them to make just amazing games. And I, I really, I do. I'm Now I'm like, before I, I definitely used to think like, oh, please just make another SteamWorld, you know, original SteamWorld classic game, I guess. But now I'm like, I'm, I'm down for a new, a new thing. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm excited about it. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. Cool. All right. We have an all Sonic... Uh, Q&A this week, so strap in. Um, as always, every question comes from our Patreon community. Let's get started. Yeah. First question's from Brooke Obscura. The year is 1991. Oh. Nintendo is asked to develop a Sonic the Hedgehog game for the Super Nintendo, and Sega is asked to develop a Super Mario game for the Sega Genesis. <laughs> what do you think those games would look like, and which developer do you believe would end up creating the better game? Oh. So I think we have been both consistent in saying for Sonic games, like it gets tough when you're asked to do like really precise platforming. Yeah. So I feel like Nintendo would keep the speed element, but also but really dial in the platforming. I think I think so too. The other thing about Sonic games that we both noted noticed when we were playing the classic games was that in, in a vast contrast to Nintendo games, those Sonic levels are so Massive. big yeah. and just like almost like a little bit bloated at times because you're never going to be able to explore it going at that speed. Right. I think Nintendo, like think about Super Mario Brothers 3. Those levels are like 20 seconds Super long. short, yeah. I think they would do that. They mm. would like dial it in and simplify yeah. um, the levels to really get you to do like, you know, what it is right. that you're supposed to do, which is, Platforming at that speed. See, so here's... I've been thinking about this. You, look, you know how in Mario games, you have a normal walking speed and then there's a run button? Yeah. Like, what if what if they just had that in these games? Where it was like, when you want to go fast, you hold down the run button, you go, pfft, you know, you speed up super fast. And then you have kind of the normal walking mm -hmm. that's more for... For exploring. When they're or... asking you to, you know, jump on intricate yeah. platforms. That would be a Mario game. <laughs> yeah. So... The Sega developed Mario game. Um, I think it would have really good music. Maybe yeah, I'd, I'd be, better, cur I'd be curious about um, <laughs> the music. Yeah. I think it would also, maybe it would focus more on um, exploration mm. as well. Probably have a different look. Mario would be a lot tougher. He'd probably have more attitude and more yeah. personality. Mario has no personality really in the classic Mario games. You're not playing it for Mario's personality. Yeah. You're playing it to platform. Um, so I think they would develop Mario's personality. I'm going to say... And give him, like, a, an actual, like, you know, 
dialogue and all sorts of stuff. I'm going to say with all the stuff we saw in Sonic Adventure about Sonic crossing over into the real world, which I'm still confused about how he got there oh, or, or yeah. what he's doing there or why the cops are always after him. What did he do? <laughs> the military. What did you do, Sonic? Um, I feel like it would be like Mario goes back to New York. Oh, and he's like platforming and he's through, like a plumber. through the city, right? But he would have like a think, real backstory. I think that's what they would yeah. do. Yeah. All right. All right. Bruce Stash has a fun <clears> question. <throat> if you were an animal in Sonic, fill in the blanks. Kit the blank, Krista the blank. I'll do it for you and you do it for me. Okay. Kit the. I don't know. You do it for me first. Come on. Narwhal. Uh, <laughs> I'm, th I'm thinking some sort of like a bird for you for some Why? reason. Why? Yeah. I don't know. Why? Well, like if it's Sonic, it needs to go fast, okay? Everybody's got to go fast. A bird? It cannot right? go that fast. So it's not it's like gonna be hopping along. Birds are fast. They can fly, you see. It's <laughs> not going to be Krista the Sloth. Oh, um, I could be a sloth. I'm going to say like a seagull, I think. That's the ugly. What? You don't want to be a seagull. You're doing it badly. Well, fine. We can go back to Krista the Hedgehog from earlier on. Oh, you can gross. be that. I think you would be like a rabbit. What? Like a little bunny rabbit. Not Kit the Shark? No. I you could do some great, like speed, like speed underwater. I was thinking that, but you're not speed. cool enough to be a shark. You can be a bunny. Come on. That's insulting. Is there a bunny on this shirt? No. no. There's a crocodile, though. There's a crocodile. Is that a bug at the bottom? What the heck is that? I don't want to be a seagull. Kit you... the bunny? Chris is the seagull? No. But well, we both you failed it. this. You Thanks it. a lot, Bruce Stash. <laughs> it's um, not his fault. Frulio. How did you react when you learned that Sonic was joining Smash Brothers? Did you refuse to work on the game after finding out the news? Well, we didn't work at Nintendo at that point. We did not. No. Yeah. So he was, he's always been part that of was, Smash. That uh, was for Brawl was the first yeah. game. We certainly never chose those characters, though. You've never played Sonic as, as Sonic in Smash, have you? I mean, I've tried it. Oh. I mean, I've tried every character, obviously. Oh. Uh, I don't like it. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen you <clears throat> play as Sonic. Um, I was... So I was... Obviously, I was like, eh, I don't, I don't love this. And I thought there were, you know, a lot of great Nintendo characters that they obviously could have considered over Sonic. But at the same point, it's like, oh, they're kind of branching out. Yeah. This was, you know, the first time they'd really gone outside of, you know, like tra Nintendo traditional Nintendo games. games. Yeah. So I thought it was interesting and I thought, well, like, well there's some people are going to like this. Mm -hmm. So I was, I was very conflicted about it. I think I always just saw it as like, oh, this is going to be, Smash is going to be a game that includes all iconic video game characters. And whether, oh. whether or not I liked Sonic or- 20 years care, in advance, you knew. Well, yeah. All right. What was I saying? Something you totally a, distracted something me. Something a seagull would say. Hey, you're just mad because I called you a bunny. <laughs> I am. <laughs> oh, no. Uh. Um, so I was like, okay, well, then it's just going to be like all of these like famous video game characters will be in this game, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And like whether I cared about Sonic or liked Sonic, I knew, I, I knew that he was an important video game character. Right, so. right. Okay. Uh, Jordan Collette asks, Kit mentioned part of his beef with Sega was their anti-Nintendo mm -hmm. advertising slogans. What's your <laughs> retaliation anti-Sega slogan going to be? So the one that you hated most of all was Sega does what Nintendo don't. Genesis does what Nintendo Oh, Genesis does right. what Nintendo don't. But see, I don't think Nintendo would ever go outright after them. But you can do it now. Say it. No. Yes. I don't... I, 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 I wouldn't like Nintendo <laughs> to do the thing that upset me. 
Okay. That's what I liked about it. I was like, this is classy, all right? I'm a classy guy. This is a classy game system. This is me as like a nine-year-old. Mm -hmm. I'm classy. Okay. I'm drinking this Mott's apple juice out of crystal, all right? <laughs> Sparkling yes. apple cider out of crystal. <laughs> yeah. Um, you don't have any slogans? Um, no, I, I don't think they would do this. We're classy. That's the yeah. slogan. Yeah, pure class. <laughs> no. Well, that's no fun. Well, what's well, fine. You come up with one. Well, I don't have the beef. I don't. Yeah. I can't come up with one. You can't come up with Let's one. Let's see. Nintendo. What would they say? They used to have like a lot of weird '90s stuff. That was they like, did. They did have the play it loud campaign. Play it loud. Where they tried. Yeah. They. They were. They had tood. They went like seventy-five percent. Yeah. Of the way of what Sega was doing, and it was just really. It was really lame. I can imagine like it was super lame. Like if they were to do it, it would be some sort of like. Anatomy of Mario versus the Anatomy of Sonic, oh. and they would like tag all the things that yeah. Mario could do better, like mm -hmm. jump higher, yeah. like have all these cool, you know, power ups, like can do like all of these things, and then Sonic would be like the lame one that's like all you can do is go fast, or yeah. something like that. I can see Nintendo. Doing I feel that. like they would do it in a very like subtle way. Where they, it, it'd be like like the 1990s subtweet, where it's like, who is this directed to? It's like you kind of know, but oh. but they're not directly calling it out. Do you think that they always were like that, though? I think Nintendo or, back in the 80s and 90s were, like, a little bit more in your face. Or they would do or they would do something like an ad where it would be, like, Mario in the front, but there would be, like, like a like a burned-up Sonic in the back. Or like, he got fire-flowered or something. It would is, be, it, is it like the Halloween? It would be hidden. Have R.E.P., yes. R.I.P., Xbox, yes. R.I.P., It would be like Sony? that. It would not be in your face, but it would be it would be subtle. It would be in the background. Right, It's right. like a graveyard with, like, Sonic's gravestone or something. Exactly. Like yeah. Very, yeah. So, still still classy. We're not, is it, though? We're not going all out with it's it. It's just, like, passive-aggressive, though. It's fine. Um... Tech Magic asks, what are your opinions on the Mario and Sonic Olympic game series? I'm sure it was pretty exciting for all Sonic and Mario fans for them to be in the same game in a big crossover besides Smash Brothers Brawl with all their respective characters, even if it wasn't a mainline type of game. Yeah, uh, we did marketing on this game, actually. I dislike these games. Oh. I am insulted that the beautiful Mario characters have to share a game with these these things on your shirt oh. uh, who's, uh, who are not on the same level. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I have to be very direct with this. Wow. We definitely... So I worked on these games um, for a time at Nintendo and it was like a big discussion at Nintendo that was exactly what you're saying where it's like, okay, the marketing angle for this is like for the first time, yeah. these two rival characters are going to be like in one game. Like let's really lean into this. Yeah. With Sega, you know, it was pre-social media, I think, at the time, so we didn't have a lot of fun. I could see us have, you know, like Nintendo and Sega having fun on Twitter now if they did this again. Yeah. But we didn't have that back in the day. So it was it was a lot of, like... Well, too bad you need the Olympic Committee to approve was, your tweet yeah. 18 years in advance. I was going to say, the other really, really difficult Can you write part, some tweets for 2055? Thanks. Oh, my God. The IOC, <laughs> worst, the, the, the worst. Olympic Games on Mars. Can you write those tweets now? Thanks. Oh Worst people ever <laughs> to work with is the IOC. They are awful. Um, and dealing with that was way worse than dealing with a Mario and Sonic rivalry. We all just banded together to become a rival for, and our rival was the IOC, basically, is what happened. Yeah. Um, but yes, I, I remember that was a big deal in the, the Nintendo office. It was like, yes, we're going to like really 
we're in on this. Like we are joining together with with Sonic, yeah. with um, you know, the Sonic fans. Yeah. So so Mario and Sonic, I think, are on the same level as far as being iconic and you know people having a favorite. It, it's it's the supporting cast where it falls apart for me. Mm. I do not think they're on the There's same level. There's not a Luigi. I guess Tails is the Tails. Luigi yeah. To, Tails. So it's is like okay. you have you have a um, a Luigi comparison and you have a Bowser comparison with Eggman. Eggman. After Eggman. that. After who's the, who's the who's the Yoshi of this motley crew? I don't know. And who's a Donkey Kong? Right. Who's any of these? Who's, who's the, the Princess Peach? Who's Princess Peach? Right. Is it Amy? Who's the Wario? Who's the Waluigi? All of them. Well, gotta, Waluigi, we don't need a comparison. You 19, we don't need more of you Waluigi's. You got nineteen Waluigi's. We don't need Waluigi's. More Waluigi's <laughs> in this world. Is this the King Kong? Can, can Nintendo like sell Waluigi to Sega to put in Sonic games? Is this like the King Kong? And he becomes equivalent? Waluigi the. The hedgehog? Oh, I should Google that. Ew. <laughs> Let me do that no! I'm going to do that later, too. Disgusting. Yeah. All uh, right. Oh, boy. Uh, the next question is from The Keggers. If you could create your own ultimate Sonic game, what would it look like? 3D or 2D, platformer, slash action, slash, slash open world, etc. I do like the 3D ones better. I think. One of the games that we did not play... That a lot of people... Generations? Yes, that people said was cool is uh, Generations, which, again, I haven't played it, so I don't know all yeah. the specifics, but it seems to be like a melding of 2D and 3D. Yeah. I think there's some cool stuff you could do with that. Yeah. Um, so so maybe my answer is a game that already exists. Yeah. Um, I think 2D works better when you're trying to go fast, but I'm so bad at going fast that I prefer right. the 3D, where it's mm. more like... It feels a little bit more like lenient um, on the player. Yeah. Um, so I, I I do like a cinematic 3D game. So yeah, like that that's that's my preference. Like I love to see another you know or like I would make another like you know story driven <laughs> 3D Sonic game. I think that would be cool. Yeah. Like a Sonic Adventure, but I um... modern obviously. I do. I, I keep coming back to this idea of having more control over the run versus the kind of more standard mm. walking. Yeah. And I, I think that would apply in a, either a 3D or a 2D game. Yeah. I think I'm going to get Sonic Generations because I'm just really curious now about it. Now we're curious. See, look, now I'm just I'm just spending my own money, giving my own money to the to Katie, Sega people, to Katie and Sega. <laughs> to Katie. Look at this. That's a win for them, right? That's true. It's a big win. Yeah. Um. Okay. Zroid came in hard. Zroid actually has the next four questions. Whoa! So, way to go, Zroid. Um, but here we go. First, y'all knew this was coming. It's time for Sonic questions. Kiss, Mary, kill. So our options are classic Sonic, modern Sonic, oh, no. or mo oh, original movie Sonic. Ugly Sonic? Ugly movie Sonic. Not okay. the redone. It's a shame. The redone movie. Redone movie Sonic is very so cute. cute. Very cute. I would kiss that all I would day. Not, I would not kill that. Um, hmm. Okay, so Kiss, Mary Kill, definitely kill Ugly Movie Sonic, because disgusting. I don't like that. It's mm -hmm. creepy. Um, I would kiss Classic Sonic, mm. because it's cute and tiny. And yeah, it's like a little, it's like a little <laughs> pet. It's like kissing your dog. We decided that you're about the same height as Movie I'm Sonic. I'm not. And that you're two feet tall. I'm not two feet tall. <laughs> you're spreading lies. I'm, big. I'm not two um, feet tall. So say it again. What were your choices? I'm going to kiss classic Sonic because yes. it, look, it looks like you're kissing your puppy dog. All right. And then I will, I guess I'll marry modern Sonic. Yeah. We probably are about the same height. So okay. That would work. 
Uh, I'm going to take a different... I'm going to kill Classic Sonic because it caused me so much angst over the years. Oh, no. Then I am then going to embrace the darkness and kiss ugly movie Sonic. <laughs> and then I'm going to settle down to Merry Modern Sonic. So we're both Merry Modern Sonic. I have a very chaotic approach to this. <laughs> a, a chaos like, emerald yeah, approach? Yeah, like a, a, ch to... a, ch a, a chouse emerald. A chouse... <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal with these emeralds? You can live in the Chouse Emerald Garden. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, Mario asks Sonic out on a date, dinner and a movie. Which movie do they see and which restaurant slash cuisine do they dine at? It's Mario's choice, but he's trying to impress Sonic, you know? Oh, Does he take Sonic out to his own movie? That's a power move. No, that's... He's trying, trying to impress him? Yeah. You want to you want to come see a movie that I'm in? Wouldn't that be impressive? No, that'd be annoying. Oh, really? Yeah, I wouldn't want that. What if it was like the premiere, and you get you get dazzled, and you get like by red the glitz and glamour of Hollywood, of red carpet. Yeah, you get a red carpet. Okay, that's different. <laughs> that's different. That's a different experience. Wow. But I'm on another level with this. I don't really yeah. love that either. Um, I think that they should both go see the Detective Pikachu movie oh. as a neutral ground. Okay. And they can maybe they can point and laugh at that because they can be like, ha ha. Yeah. And then, mm. <laughs> what was that? I was thinking mm. <laughs> Olive Garden. Oh, Wiener Schnitzel for the chili dogs. The chili dogs. I was thinking. Well, that's I was not thinking. Should, no, that's is not there glamorous. A, that's not glamorous. That's is there the a place that sells like chili dog spaghetti? That Cincinnati chili. They should go there. Skyline chili. Yes. They can go there. They're getting on Mario's private jet and they're going to Cincinnati and then they're flying back for, for the premiere. The, the premiere of wow. the Mario movie. That sounds or like they a can nightmare. go watch the Pikachu. Did that I sounds like a nightmare. Um, Mario might like that too. He's kind of like Cincinnati chili. <laughs> it sounds good. I'm, I'm, I've been curious about Cincinnati I like chili. chili for a long time. If anybody like out there spaghetti. knows anything about it, please tell us. I asked both Reggie and Doug Bowser to tell me all about Cincinnati chili. They had no clue. No, because... Because they both worked at Procter & Gamble, which is oh. in Cincinnati. And? and? They gave me a lot of information, but I've yet to actually have it. Apparently, you can get it canned. I don't think that's the way to eat it, though. I want to have it, like, fresh. Maybe we can make it. It's not that hard, right? It's just I mean, spaghetti covered in chili. I have a good chili recipe. This, is, this ain't that. This is Cincinnati chili. But what kind of chili The is natty. That? Huh? The natty. It's from the natty. You can look it up. Um, I am going to say... Mario's got to take Sonic to an Italian restaurant, but in this case, not all of if you if you're familiar with classic cinema, we're going to the Italian restaurant from the first Godfather movie, oh. where uh, Michael Corleone makes his move, gets a little something from the back of the toilet, and they ain't going to a movie afterwards. If That's you know, mean, if you don't mind violent. Me. Next question, Zoroid. What would you do what? if you could harness the power of the Chaos Emeralds? The Chaos Emeralds. What would you do? So what, is this basically, what, what, what happens when you get the power, though? Is this basically the Infinity Gauntlet? You can zap people off the planet? Snap Sonic? Can I do that? Wait. I what, don't know. What is the power of the Chaos I don't know. Emeralds? Just, you just get a lot of energy? In the movie, there was a lot of energy. In the games, it seems to be some sort of power-related... Well, Sonic had the power. There was nothing about an emerald in the movie, right? But is that derived he had, from He had emerald? the power in his quills. In himself. Right. He was the he power. He was the power. Yeah. The movie people knew, like, this is nonsense. We don't need this. So then you collect the emeralds to do what? What is the end goal? Dominate? <laughs> World domination? I, well, I don't know. It, it sounds like it's just like an all-powerful thing. Yeah, so, so what would you do? one wish? 
Do I get to yes. blow up like a small country or something like that? I'm not doing that. Um, I don't know. I guess maybe we can like go to the moon or something and live there, colonize the moon, finally build lunar wow. colonies. I'm like Elon Musk. All right, Elon Musk. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. The I don't know what the they world's do. greatest with the, with the ultimate power of the chaos emerald. You'd have to create the world's ultimate Chow Garden. That's my answer. <laughs> I don't know. Don't ask me what would be there because I don't know. Uh, All right. Last question. Since his peak popularity in the 90s, Sonic has maintained some notoriety but has really significantly waned in relevance in our zeitgeist. Meanwhile, Mario, an objectively strange character to be used as a mascot, has managed to stem the tide. I think even Kit would have to admit that in the 90s, we all thought Sonic was much cooler than Mario. No. This was the crux of Sega's marketing. But why do you think the Mario IP has remained this popular and successful for the last 30 plus years while Sonic has merely hung around? Is it based solely on the quality of their respective video games or are there other factors involved? Mm-hmm. So I do push back on, on the idea that we talk about this with Katie. It's like I do think the Sonic IP has come back around and is like really, really strong right now. It is, yeah. They've done a good job um, bringing it back. And they had more challenges because, again, they had all these dips in quality mm-hmm. along the way. And I think console-wise, too, it was really hard for them. Yeah. They, Sonic didn't have a home for a while. Right, right. So it, it, it could have happened where Sonic just became irrelevant yeah. due to them not having a platform and the games having such right. yo-yo-ish. Nintendo didn't have that issue at all. No. They were just very... Sus- they're very um, sustained and very like consistent for like all these years. I think that helped right, Mario become right. stable as well. Yeah, and I, I think you know the game's quality has something to do with it. Um, yeah. You know, there's never been a Mario equivalent to Sonic 06. Uh, maybe they should try. Um, <clears throat> Paper Mario. I wonder franchise. if there's Not something. Mario, Sonic 06. The idea that Mario is like mildly generic. Does that help? That it's just kind of everybody, it's all appealing? Maybe. You see yourself in Mario? But Pikachu is not generic. And it has maybe more notoriety than both Mario and Sonic. It's kind of generic. It's a yellow rat that's used electricity. That's not something you can relate to. It doesn't have a personality. It does. It's cute. It's cute. It's fat. I mean, being cute, being cute certainly helps. I think being cute helps. In, In life and in... Video games and whatever else. Yeah, yeah, being cute definitely helps. Mario's cute too, though. True. Yeah, I think... I'm, I'm not sure about the personality thing. I, I don't know. I think that that maybe has less to do with it than the the idea or the, the fact that it was just consistent with Mario. I think, like, yeah. Consistency. Just, I think, yeah. Like, it's going to fall out of your head if there's nothing... Like, if there's no good games out and nobody's talking about it for a while. Right. Um, I think that's what it is. But yeah, good on Sega for like turning that around and bringing Sonic really Yeah, I'm back. serious. Last year, like, it felt like amazing. every week there was some big new news yeah. thing happening. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. All right. That's it for our questions. Wow. A Sonic-focused episode 50. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Um, this is our second to last thing for Sonic Week and we're wrapping it all up tomorrow uh, tomorrow with mm-hmm. a movie watch along. That's right. And we can reflect back on this next week but we're like we're doing it. It's yeah. Happened. It's happened. Yeah. Yeah. We are. All right. <laughs> well let's thank our wonderful superstars let's. now um, for making this possible. I will go first. Okay. Aaron Hash. Ben Eichhorn. Maru Mayhem. Eigenverse. 
Jordan, Colette. Kiss my flapjack. Mike, Shin. Mr. Rogers. Rain Tech. Roy Eschke. Switching it up, underscore. Cephazon. The Shark Among Men. VGM Life. Link, the Hero of Winds. Angela Bycroft. And her pig, Molly. Turbocharged Nerd. Thomas O'Rourke. And Simon Barrera. Yay. Um, and our one-up club graduation ceremony, Aaron Burgundy. Adam and Ansley. Ajan Malari. Ale Alejandro. Alexandra Pratt. Astro Dev. Blazed and Confused. Bookum Dano. Brad, SF56. Brookie Kazooie. Bruce Dash. Chancellor Fairley. Christopher Lay. Cozy Tar. Captain Cinnamon Buns. Captain Alex. Sea Roper 17. Daniel Cole. Daniel Phillips. Daniel Valencia. Dachshund. Doodoo Face. Douglas Chumix. Dino Punch. Elite Peach. Espars 50. Esrato. Fart Priest 69. Furbound. Fernie and Jess Forever. Fox the Poi and his dog Bernard. Fred Rossi. Full Combro. Game Hunt 64. Gar. Garrett Hullfish. Gordon's Son. Ian Xie. Israel Izzy. Jay Rando. Jabroni Jones. JK99. JBJ. Jeff Yoakum. Jeffrey Hernandez. Jerry92602. Jesse Hernandez. John Responte. Jonathan Rowe. Jordan Hemmerly. Joseph DeHayes. Joshua Clements. Juji Fruit. Julius Westenberg. Just Camtro. Kai Comercio. Kawa2796. Kelp Shake. Kevin Delane. Krisu. Christopia Party With Me. Kyle Gamer Barry Rookie. Kyle Kretzer. Kyle LaBeouf. Kyler Nelson. Linnell Stickman. Lego My Frago. Lemma. Leviahu. Lil Sebastian. Lit. Mad Dog 5981. Marky Man 64. Matthew Rawal. Mecha Dragon 101. Megan. Michael Cravens. Michael White. Mikey. Monster Jordy. Motomania. Mr. Andy Pong. Murph. Mytran. Nazar. Nathan Burkhart. Panda Buns. Paul Gale Network. Piano Psychopath. Prime Factor. Prince Charmless. Quinn Hardigan. Raver. Ray Carone. Ryuji Utsuho Oku. Renee Rivers. Reese Williams. Ryoth One. RJ Kern. Rob Osborne. Ro- Ronana Rex. Rocks. Rayonetta. Sam Neeland. Sharif Jackson. Shinryu. Slowbro. Schmiggles. Shrews. Silly Ferret. Sparkling Salt. Spicy Munchkin. Starhawk Productions. Steel Citrone. The Tales of Link. Tefu. Thomas Alvarez. Travis Torline. True Bitch. Tugs Puppy Bear. Tuscoop. Tyler Geis. Video Game Stru- Stupid. Virtual Bot. Wicked Davey. Will Ernst. Will Johnson. Zudiver. Zelgaroth. And Zoid. Oh my god, there's a lot. Wow. The Daniels are coming on strong. <laughs> a lot of Daniels. It's Daniels now. against Michael. Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. In the, in the <laughs> war of the one of club. <laughs> um, yay! Well, thank right. you so much to our wonderful One Up Club members. Get ready for info on the latest monthly meetup. It's going to be fun. Uh, join us on Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash kittenchrissa to be part of our wonderful Patreon Indeed. community and keep this show going. Um, what else? If you're watching on video, you can go ahead and subscribe to this channel, Kitten Krista. And if you're listening on audio, you can leave a five-star rating and also a review. And follow us on our other social media channels. We are on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and of course, YouTube. And that's it. That's it. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.